Take a seat. Good morning, boys and girls. I'm your substitute teacher, Mr. Tinman. And our first assignment today is what you want to be when you grow up. So we're going to go around the room. You over there with the Afro puffs. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm thinking about a hairstylist or like a designer. Those are some pretty good professions. And you over there in the Marlins jersey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a baseball player. Oh, that's a pretty awesome profession as well. And you over there sitting there with the tiara. What would you like to be when you grow up? I want to be a DJ. Oh, that's a pretty crafty profession. And you? Back there with the bus saw dreads. What would you like to be when you grow up? Uh, I, I want to be a motherfucking soldier. You better ask somebody. Hi, T. And welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host of one and only Dallin Throw My Taylor. Mr. Take That, 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 Take That. Himself. My guest host is a little bit late, but let me not say my, my host is late today, right? Because that would be, that would be this, that would actually... I would actually like <laughs> say that I'm actually started at my normal time. If you guys know me, if you guys know me, then you know this isn't quite the time that we normally start the podcast. But today this happens to be one of those special days. And you know how I feel about special days. Every once in a while, every once in a while, you just you gotta change things up. You gotta keep the people on their toes. You gotta make them. You gotta make them realize. Yeah, hey, you know what? Maybe I should have been here. But nah, that's not. That's not really what's going on. Listen, some things are happening today, and we still on the show a little bit early today. But it don't mean we don't got a banger today. You know what today is? Today is March fourth. It's been a beautiful day in here, in South Florida. Even though the weather's been going up and down this week, it's been a. It's a beautiful day in here, in South Florida. It's like seventy-eight degrees. You know what I say. We got all oh, man. You know what I say. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. Regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Okay. So we, we I got a full show for you, but I can't even get into the show. So let me let me let you everybody know. I'm okay. Right? Cause if most people may not realize this, right, before we even start on the show, that I had to spend I had a little stint that I had to spend in the hospital over the weekend. 
right? As you guys know, around this time last year, your boy had some heart issues, right? A little, little mini heart, heart attack, right? Which I, I quite don't understand, mini and heart attack in the same sentence, but had a little mini heart attack and had to get a couple of stints put into the heart. So this past weekend, I wasn't feeling too, too well and the boy had to be rushed over to the hospital. And it ended up being that I wasn't actually having any heart issues. So, uh, uh, and, and none, of the, none of the heart tests came back negative. Or came back positive, I should say. So, so that was a good thing. Everything came back negative. What ended up happening is that I also have, like, some, some pinched nerves in my back, you know. Arthritic back as well. Herniated disc, you know, pinched nerve. Oh, oh, the whole entire thing. And that motherfucker acted up and seized up the other day and that shit locked up so bad that it had my back my chest my ribs as i could say my whole entire upper upper torso was in pain i couldn't breathe i couldn't bend I, I i couldn't sleep it was horrific but who knew that was all because of back pain that is the, that is the most progressive i've ever felt my back pains right <clears throat> so now you guys understand why i pledge to the Nate Dog School of Medicine where smoke weed every day. Go ahead. Dr. Dre and Nate Dog School of Medicine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Four out of five doctors in the hood that aren't real doctors recommend you smoking weed. So, so yeah, so your boy's okay. You know, I, I had to go on my, my herbal remedies. You know, I got, I got a little heavy on the weed. You know, make sure I got my CBD oils in me. Um, drank, drank some turmeric tea as well. That does just make sure, make sure you guys don't think I'm just out here. That's just just popping pills. You know what I mean? Or uh, I should say popping pills, but <laughs> just 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 doing all kinds of weed. No, I, I had a little bit of turmeric tea. If you don't know about turmeric, it's a natural anti-inflammatory. So yeah, it help your boy get back. And, and I'm and I'm back in, and I'm back today. You know what I mean? It was right back into the field doing a baseball production for Nova High School or for Nova College. Sorry, what's Nova High School? What's Nova Baseball? And then we back with the podcast today. Joanne, Raiders, I see you. Thank you for joining the show. Rose, we see you. Thank you for joining the show. Oh, and my co-host is coming along. Listen, it's not his fault that he's late. It's my fault. I'm chasing booty. Like, like let's keep it real. I'm chasing some booty today. I started the show early today so that I could finish early, get it uploaded early, just so I can leave the crib. And I'm going to get some booty. I'm going to get some... No. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I did, I, I am doing that to chase some squares. Listen, I, I have a date. I wanted to change some things around. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I just got out the hospital. It's been a while. You know, kind of feel like you've been in jail. Where, you know, you, you're a little backed up. You know, you know, you haven't, you haven't been out in the, in the general public in a while. You know, <laughs> your social media is, is just a little backed up. So I'm going to go release my social media out in the general public. And I'm going to go to the ball with, with, with the boom. We're going to do some things. So, now everybody knows that I'm okay. Let's get into the show because, once again, first of all, first of all, first things first. You know we got that Nick talk, that Nick talk. You know we got that Nick talk, that Nick talk. And my my is gonna be mad at me, right? He gonna be mad at me that I'm still on the show early. Not only are we still on the show early, right? But the very first thing that I talk about is the New York Knicks. Knowing that he's a Knicks fan as well. I didn't mean to do this, right? 
I go shower, right? This is one of those things that came on. Now, you know, as you know, I always keep a couple of things on in the back. On one television, i am got that Brooklyn Nets game going on. That Brooklyn Nets game, well, you know where Karis LeVert went off. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up. The Rock is in the building once again. This was a nice little comeback victory. At one point in time, the, the Nets were down by 15, 17 points. And on the other TV, I got today's game of the New York Knicks taking on the Utah Jazz. Because we want to see if the New York Knicks can continue their win streak. Win streak? What have the Knicks ever been on a win streak? That's why we talking about the Knicks today. Well, let me rephrase that. That isn't quite why. Sorry. That isn't quite why we're talking about the Knicks today. Because that should be the reason that we're opening up with the Knicks today. But you know how my Knicks are. You know how my Knicks are. My Knicks believe that that it ain't news for the New York Knicks unless it's bad news, right? Our owner does not believe in having good publicity anymore. I wholeheartedly believe that this motherfucker is trying to sabotage the team, which I don't understand. I think that he's trying to make the most profitable team in the world unsellable. Like, he's like, nah, you don't want to buy this team. Look how, look how shitty we was being ran. Like, look, look at all this shit. I don't get it. The New York Knicks the other day officially, officially, officially announced their new president of basketball operations, Leon Rose. Listen, any point in time you guys want to join this conversation, join it. Later on, we're going to talk about Rookie of the Year and MVP. So, start thinking about that, people. Because that's when the conversation is going to start getting heated. You're not going to like me when I talk about your favorite superstar. I'm saying I'm an army vet. All I know how to do is take shots. Run tell that. But this is a day where the New York Knicks should be talking about the new basketball, president of basketball operation, Leon Rose. Leon Rose comes out. And they, I guess I want to say that he comes out. Leon Rose takes a picture in the middle of the court with a basketball in hand. And then there's a statement released to the New York Knicks fan base. The Madison Square Garden executive chairman and CEO James Dolan announces today that Leon Rose has been named president of New York Knicks. Effective immediately. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. Mr. Rose joins the organization from CAA Sports, where he was the co-head of basketball division and represented some of the NBA's biggest stars. This is all part of their statement, right? We are pleased to welcome Leon to the New York Knicks as team president and believe that he is the right leader to build a winning organization for our fans. Leon is one of the most respected executives in professional basketball with decades of experience successfully working with NBA players and team management in all facets of the game. We are confident he brings the right combination of expertise and relationships to ensure the long-term success of our franchise. In his role as president, Mr. Rose will oversee all basketball operations and personnel for the team. This is a statement that's put out that they're they're not they're not addressing the media. They're not taking any questions. They're not doing anything else. They're not 
helping with any they're, they're not really doing anything in the PR realm to really help boast them it's just a, a firm blank business statement here we've signed them this is what we're gonna get I would expect it to be a little bit more flashier not for nothing now I know what you some of you guys are saying like Knicks, Knicks fans. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Like what the fuck is going on here? Like like why 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 like, why, why do you want it to be bigger? Like who even cares about all that shit? Well, it's New York. You have to understand. You know, welcome not LSD to the show. Well, thank you not LSD. Welcome to the show because on this show we smoke weed every day. So I'm glad that you're not LSD. So I know you're talking about yo yo. Knicks fans, what the fuck is going on? Like, like, what's the problem here? Well, normally in this circumstance, when you're a market like New York, this is a this is a press conference. You address the media. You understand? Like, there's like 200-something people of media that, that's going to come out and just want to hear you talk. You would think that a month removed from hiring a new PR rep, and Scott Scorch, Steve Stout, whichever one he was, that you would have done something a little bit more appealing to the public. But no. No. Instead, it's a very professional business statement. New York is the epicenter of basketball, and Madison Square Garden has always been very special to me. To be part of the New York Knicks, revitalization and basketball, the garden is a challenge and a rare opportunity. This is now Mr. Rose. It's a rare opportunity, one to be cherished, and I will do my utmost to make the fans, the city, and ownership proud. I want to thank Mr. Dolan, Mr. Dolan for the opportunity. A nice professional business statement of what he plans on doing for the New York Knicks to help them move forward. And you know what? Even though it wasn't the kind of fiasco, I want to say, presentation, circus, wasn't it wasn't the kind of presentation that we wanted, the show that we wanted. Who cares? So, so listen, guys. I, I'm with you. Who cares? See, this is your problem, Knicks fans. Is that this is what you actually do care about? Was this that you wanted an actual? What's going on? The faces of Dave. Thank you for listening to the show. This is actually the problem that you have, Knicks fans. Is that you want the spectacle? You you want to see. If he wins the press conference. You want to see how he does in the press conference. Well, let me ask you this. What has winning the press conference done for you lately? In New York, period. What has winning the press conference done for you as of late? So far, everybody that has won the press conference, they haven't won you over as ownership. Everybody that's won the press conference, they're gone. Everybody's, oh, they sounded good. Oh, they're gone. Because you know what happens when you sound good and you win the press conference? You set expectations. And Knicks fans, when it comes to expectations, you are probably the most delusional people in the world. I, listen, I say it. I'm here with you at times. I'm in the middle of the shit. 
your expectations become grandioso. Like, the players that you signed this year, you actually thought this was a playoff contending team. I don't get it. I don't understand. But I appreciate it because it lets me know that your heart is 100% in it. It's just that you may not have the head to understand what the fuck is always going going on around you. So him not winning the whole press conference, to me, doesn't really strike the, the same nerve as it does with every other individual. As we talk about Leon Rose, there goes Leon Rose right now, front seat in the next game. And listen, to be your first day at the job the other day against Houston, listen, why do you have to say much? You know what happened? The, teams resp- the team responded to him. They played Houston. Houston, Houston, a team. What's going on, Cal? Welcome to the show. Appreciate you. Piece of advice to the whole entire audience. Smoke weed every day. That wasn't me that said that. That was Nate Dog. He talks to us from beyond. <laughs> the best thing to do as a Knicks fan, right, is that they, he sh- he he didn't have to say anything. His presence alone helped them just play a little. Listen, you could have said. That they played Houston. They took advantage of the mismatches. But it's still Houston. And the mismatch is that we're the Knicks and they're Houston. <laughs> and it should be a mismatch for them. But the Knicks came out and they played hard. They 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 they, they, they came out like edged over there. They had grit. <laughs> Except for this time they weren't going to get their neck snapped. But they looked like they were going to get their neck snapped. Mitchell Robinson, he continues he continues to ball. Now, Mitchell Robinson's role over the last month or so has been kind of odd. Mitchell Robinson hasn't been getting the amount of burn that m- most Knicks fans will probably be happy with. To be honest with you, there's a lot of players on the Knicks organization that aren't getting a lot of burn that... That can't really be explained. Mitchell Robinson coming off the bench so that Todd Gibson. Todd fucking Gibson. Pardon my McGregor. But Todd fucking Gibson. Now listen. Being a, being, being, being a child of Brooklyn. I get it, right? Todd Gibson's a New Yorker. Put him up there. The fans may the fans may respond to him. Nah, 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 nah. You know what you do to make the fans respond to you? You actually put a team out that can win. Now I know you're saying that, oh, you know what? We're not really trying to win games here. We're not trying to ruin our position. This is no longer the draft of old. Where the worst record gets the best pick. We've seen this already. We see, Cause this happened to us last year in New York. We've seen this already. The worst record doesn't get the best pick. We just gotta be in the bottom seven, which we're, we're which we're all. Bottom five makes it better. Bottom three, I guess you're great. But that's all you gotta do now. I guess you're trying to eliminate what position you could possibly fall to. But come on. 
Taj fucking Gibson over Mitchell Robinson? Now I know you're over here talking about, like, yo, why are you even on, on your soapbox with Mitchell Robinson? Because Mitchell Robinson, very low key, right? He's because let me just understand what, he's, what Mitchell Robinson is. Mitchell Robinson is he, he's not one of these great players, right? One of these great centers or one of the great centers that that that, that are from the era that I remember the, the the centers being a little bit more prominent in the offense. That is, but he is one of these new centers where. He plays above the rim every single time. Basically, he is one of the three guys that LeBron James has. that he, Somebody that can play above the rim all the time. Whether it's on offense, whether it's on defense. Consistently plays above the rim. Seven foot one, wingspan from, from here to fucking Kalamazoo, right? Except for he doesn't play big all the time. And that's the problem with Mitchell Robinson. He doesn't understand that Tim Duncan mentality where sometimes when you get that ball, you just got to always keep it up, never bring it down. He don't understand that yet. He's still raw. He's still raw. Still raw. He's in that Andre Drummond, um, what's that French guy in Utah? Um, Rudy Goldberg kind of category, Hassan Whiteside kind of player. That's what Mitchell Robinson is. DeAndre Jordan kind of guy. Which in today's NBA, is the kind of guy that you want as your center. A seven foot one guy that's going to chase down every rebound. That's going to go after every block. That's going to get you 12 rebounds a game. That can get you 18 points a game just by getting boards and pick and roll offense. A guy that is, that is barely, I don't even think he's 21. But let's, 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 say, let's say he's not even 22 years old yet, right? He's not even 22 years old yet. Could jump out the gym. That still has both of his legs. And you're playing him? Oh, you're benching him for fucking Taj, fucking Good Gibson, and and this is and this is why Knicks fans are sick. This this is one of the reasons why Knicks fans are sick. This is the reason why on a day that when they get a new president, you can't really enjoy what the fuck they do all the time because we're still seeing Julius Randle do the same bullshit. Dribble, dribble, spin, move. Dribble, dribble, pump fake, pump fake, shot. Dribble, dribble, spin, move. Dribble, dribble, pump, fake, pump, fake, shot. Look it up. Julius Randle's signature move. Yet he's the one getting the majority of the shots. Thank God that was. Thank God this is one of them times the Knicks weren't completely idiotic. Which Robinson was out there early. Even though he didn't start, but he was out there early. You've noticed that. When he comes into the game, that the team, that, that that the player, that the team efficiency is better, the team's defense is better, and you keep asking me why am I on my soapbox for Mitchell Robinson? Because Mitchell Robinson is on pace to go down in the record books in the NBA. Listen, my New York Knicks. Every once in a while, they find a way to make news, good news, even when their team sucks, like Nate Robinson. Winning slam dunk contest, slam dunk contest, slam dunk contest for the New York Knicks. Even though New York Knicks weren't relevant, he helped. And now we got Mitchell Robinson on pace to be the all-time field goal percentage shooter in NBA history for a single season. That's his pace. So that's where I'm on my soapbox with Mitchell Robinson because... Not only is he one of our young prospects, right? One of our young stars that you should really want to get a look at. That 
you you should be letting these guys go through the grind of this of this season to let them get better to coach them up. They shouldn't be coming off the bench. Taj Gibson hasn't done anything to earn more time over Mitchell Robinson. The the the, the um, what is this guy? Crazy Eyes. I can't remember his name right now. He knocked out his own teammate in Chicago. He's now with the New York Knicks. I, I'm I'm forgetting his name. He's on the court right now. I'm seeing his awkward body on the floor. Even he gets more burned than Mitchell Robinson. And he adds nothing defensively. But he helps every once in a while. Helps. That's about it. The only team he ever plays good against is like teams like Chicago. New York Knicks are getting waxed 31-16. to It won't be the first time. This Brooklyn game went into overtime. 126-120. to Oof. Still wa I'm still watching Karis LeVert put on a show over there. But Mitchell Robinson isn't the only guy that I'm on my soapbox about as a Knicks fan, obviously. You have Mitchell Robinson, and Mitchell Robinson is the one I can make my best case for because not only is he young, but he, like I said, he is on pace to make an NBA record. That just shows you what he has been able to do for the New York Knicks because it's not like he's not playing games. Just recently, I don't know what the fuck they've been doing over the last month with his playing time, but he's not the only person playing time they've been playing with. Alonzo Trier, for the most for the most part of the season, I don't get it. He's in a doghouse. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys right now, the day Alonzo Trier leaves the New York Knicks and goes to a team with a better developmental system that trusts in what he does and gives him the burn, he's going to look like a mini Harden. I'm telling you that right now. Like, I'm telling you right now, if Alonzo, if Alonzo Trier went to Houston, he would 100% be able to come off the bench and be... The guard to help close out a gap when James Harden isn't on the floor without losing any offense. I'm telling you that right now for a bench player. I don't know what he looks like as a full-time starter. Because he's still young. But as a bench player, I believe that he can do off the bench what James Harden used to do off the bench in the early stages of his career. Like when he used to play for Oklahoma City. That's the kind of potential I see in Lonzo Trin and in his game. Puts up shots, put keeps keeps the um keeps defenders on on their heels. Goes to the line, draws contact. Brand call. Thank you for joining the show. Appreciate you. Don't forget our our, our Nate dog. Medical advice of the day. Small weed every day. Listen, I was Nate. He talks to us from beyond. So this is not the only one. That I am, I am on my soapbox. But this whole entire Knicks year has been has been very painful to watch, and it hasn't been painful to watch because the Knicks are losing. I've gotten used to that by now. Unfortunately, as a Knicks fan, what you go, what you start looking for is that in a season where they should be rebuilding, as if they, as if they're going about the process right. Because if you're a fan, right, there, there are different ways for your fandom to come about, right? Your, fan, your fandom isn't always about, oh, is my team winning? If that's the only thing that you're concerned about, is the fan, oh, my, my team wins, my team wins, my team wins, then pff, good luck to you. I don't know any fan of any team that your team is just always winning. And if that's the only time that you're watching your team is if they win, then you're a spoiled fan. You're 100% a spoiled fan. Or the only time that you watch is when your team is winning, then you're a spoiled fan. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm a spoiled fan when it comes to the Yankees. I barely watch the Yankees these days. Because they always win. They're always doing the right thing. I don't have to worry about them. 
they lose big players, they they, re they replace them. Good farm system, develop players right. Replace one manager after ten years for another manager is gonna do right for ten years. Granted, they don't they don't they're not always all of them are winning five six rings in their tenure, but they're at least getting a championship out of it. And I'll take a championship every single decade if I was a fan of any team. If I'm Listen to me. If you're a fan of your team, think about how long you've been here. Now think about all the teams that have never won a championship. Right? Think about how think about if you have a team and you've never seen them win a championship. My Knicks and my Jets. I'm telling you right now, to get one championship every ten years, you sign up for that shit. I'm okay with my Yankees. You know what I mean? Like, the Yankees are the good kid. Like, that's what they are. Like, if, if I had to treat my sports fans, my, my sports team like they were kids, yeah, my Yankees are the good kids, right? I don't got to check on them. I don't really have to worry about them. When things are silent, I don't have to worry if there's, if there's trouble. And when I do peek on them when things are silent, just because, you know, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. It's a little too quiet. You know, let me go peek on them. Let me see what this kid is doing. They're doing their homework. They're helping out. They're, they're, they're helping out in the community. You know what I mean? They're studying. You know, they're practicing for the SATs, for the ACTs. They're filling out college applications. You know what I mean? They're putting in extra work. They're going to bed early. They, they, they're eating their vegetables. They, they, you know, they're taking their vitamins. They're saying their prayers. You know what I mean? They, they're, they're little hoaxers. <laughs> they do all the right things. But no. See, like when, when you have the Knicks and, and the Jets... When things are quiet, you're like, oh, okay, what the fuck is going on? These niggas are too quiet. Something bad's about to happen. RJ Barrett has a career game. They beat, you know, with a W over the Houston Rockets. Right? They, 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 they outsized them just a little bit. Show, show, no, I mean, still making some good grown man moves. Show, show, show the Houston Rockets, like, yo, you're going to need some size when you come to the garden. Listen, I don't say this, but apparently... It has been said that size matters. And it was shown when the Knicks went up against Houston. And on a day that we should be talking about the Knicks hiring Leon Rose and Mitchell Robinson on pace to be the highest field goal percentage for a single season in NBA history. R.J. Barris career high in an oppressive W over the Houston Rockets. We're not talking about any of that in New York. We're not talking about none of that shit. You know what the fuck we're talking about? We're talking about the New York Knicks. Roughing up Spike. Well, let's, let me say, say roughing up Spike Lee. Kicking Spike Lee out of the building. Having an altercation with Spike himself. Mr. It Gotta Be The Shoes. The dude that dropped the Jordan commercial for us. The dude that gave us more better blues. The guy that helped launch Denzel Washington, Crooklyn. We're talking about baby, please, baby, baby, please, baby, baby, please. Mr. Spike Lee, you, you understand. There aren't too many. People I can say out there that are bigger Knicks fans than me.
Spike Lee is one of them. Spike Lee is 100% a bigger Knicks fan than me. And it isn't because he was able to make it to the games. Because if, if I had Spike money, right, I'd be tripping the referee right there with him. I'd be, I'd be right there with him with, with, with Pookie. Chris Rock, that is. For you guys that don't know who I'm talking about. It'll be me, Spike, and Pookie right there. Chilling in the front row. Having a good time. Sipping a couple beers. Getting belligerent every once in a while. Yelling at Dolan to sell a team. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll be all three of us. So there ain't too many people I would consider a bigger fan than bigger Knicks fan than me. Spike is one of them. Spike is definitely one of them. Now this number that they have that have how much money Spike has, Spike has spent. I'm gonna have to check into that because I really think that the number that they just spewed out were the number for today's prices, and then they. And then this times those over the last 30 years. I don't think that the price that they gave initially was the first initial price he was paying for the ticket. Unless you get unless you get grandfathered into that price, which I doubt. Cause I don't think that's how I don't I don't know I don't believe that's happening. Listen, every one of my friends that told me they have season tickets, their prices go up every year, every single year. There ain't no locked in prices. So that number that they've been given on ESPN, let's know that number's a little misconstrued, right? It's a little miscued. It's a little off. It's a little inflated. That is not the price that he has paid over the last 30 years. $2,995 for a pair of seats is not the same price that he has been is not the price that he has been paying for the last 30 years. I doubt it. I have a feel that's the price that he was paying for these tickets this year. I don't think that's the price that he paid the very first year. Or, the, or, or some of those immediate years to come. I would even go as far to say that may be even closer to the price that he has paid over the last five years. But I'm definitely not going to say that's the price he's been paying over, over the last 30. My co-host just walked in. Listen, I, once again, it's not his fault. If I had actually started on time... He would only be seven minutes late. I really start early. <laughs> I really ever, ever, ever start early. Do not blame him. This is not a him thing. This is 100% me. But listen, he came right at the perfect time because I'm here. And you know what I'm doing? You know what I started off the show with? Was you know I had that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. Ooh, great. I'm you know late. we had that Knicks talk, that Knicks great. talk. Great, I missed the Knicks talk. Great. <laughs> I'll give it a quick run now. No need. New York got a new president, operations, mm -hmm. officially, officially, Leon Rose. Yep. Mitchell Robinson has been on pace to be the highest field goal percentage shooter in an NBA season. On pace. Ever. R.J. Barrett had a career night as the New York Knicks handed, handed the Houston, small ball Houston Rockets a nice little W. A nice little L, I should say. Oh, hot L. Hot L. That, that, yeah. that, that, that was nice. I actually did watch some of that game. And yeah. all of that it was nice. happened in one day and it was flushed down the toilet because when they disrespected Spike. When they disrespected Spike. So, let's start running down this scenario, right? The Spike. Spike Lee. You, I already, I already gave you. I already told you how great Spike was. We, Spike is now coming down 
You see Spike at the ticket counter. You're the first guy at the, at the ticket counter. Maybe you did. Maybe at the, the guy at the ticket counter didn't get the memo. Because listen, some of your ticket workers are part-time workers. Listen, I'm applying for part-time jobs at the Miami Heat, the Dolphins, the 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 the, the Panthers, um, the, the 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 Jupiter Hammerheads, the Palm Beach Car. Anyone that would take me, I'm trying to be their ticket person. If the game is at four, and I get there at one, I haven't been there for three days. A new policy comes out. Spike ain't supposed to get into the building. Maybe I don't get it at the ticket counter. I just got them a temporary worker. Mm. I barely do even got company email. Mm. Like, I still got to ask Rhonda for my timesheet. You understand? You still <laughs> got to ask them to let you in the bitch. Like, when I walk in, they, they, they come to me be like, do you work here? I'm like, exactly. oh, yeah. You know? Otherwise, they're charging you to park your car and, and, and giving you the whole process. Like, B, I'm here to work. Can you valet my parking? <laughs> Please. So, maybe the ticket person didn't know. Maybe he was too scared. Exactly. I'd be scared to come up to come up to Spike Lee and tell him where to go. Now, granted, I would do it, but I, I'm a different breed of individual. I would eat Spike. Listen, I've never met Spike a day in my life. Right? I feel comfortable calling him Spike. Not Mr. Lee. I feel comfortable calling him Spike. He's the only person that I know that's a bigger fan than the Knicks fan than me. Like I, I just said it here in the air. You missed it. Now listen, like if the fight, if if the finances were right, it was it's supposed to be me, Pookie, and Spike in the front row together. Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no Pookie. Hmm. That's it's supposed to be the three of us rubbing up, chilling. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get my shit together. Well, you know, with the rest of these niggas, you know, they ain't, they ain't hire me for that extra part. Like I was supposed to be over there scratching my leg. Help me, Johnny! I'm gonna die. <laughs> Could have been me. <laughs> oh, I get it. So I get it. So by the time he gets into the building, now he's in the building. Have you guys ever been inside of a sports arena? Mm. I'm a, this, before I get to my next point. How many times have you been in a sports arena? And you've been able to leave and come back in. What? Listen. No. Maybe when they say, hey, it's Spike. They barely let you do it for high school games. The maybe they'll let you come back in because you're Spike. Right? But if you're not thinking I'm Spike, but I've just been using this entrance because, you know, I'm Spike. <laughs> but if I leave, they don't let you in. Miami Heat had a playoff game where people left early. And then when they came back, those same people that still had their tickets to try to come back mm -mm. weren't letting them back in. I, the other day, went to go watch the Dwayne Wade thing. I went to hold my... My friends were lagging behind me. I held the door. I was the first one out, and I held the door as a couple passed me. Right, And then and I'm waiting for my friends to come up to me, you know, to come through the door, too. And they're mm. like, oh, we're going to stop in here real quick. I still, I'm still holding the door. I try to walk back in. Like, oh, okay, so I guess we're not leaving it. The security goes, oh, no, you can't come back in. You have left. Um, you really just saw me hold the door for two people, talk to my friend. I, I saw you look at my face as this whole thing happened. I didn't see it. Wow. You know what? Cool. You know what, Rick? I, you're doing your damn job. I get it. You're being an asshole about it, mm -hmm. but you're doing your job. I appreciate this how you treat your, your army veterans. And then I see this thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't say shit to me now. Because before I mentioned I was an army veteran, you weren't ready to show me any type of common courtesy. Before then, fuck you, Rick. 
My homeboy DJ Seth would be talking to your security manager. Because <laughs> 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 you had to be a dick. So, who would have joined the show? Somebody else would join the show? No, no, no. Okay. So, I get it. But now Spike Lee's on the elevator. Your security there. You've seen Spike. So now, before I even get there, I'm the, I'm the cashier, right? I see Spike. Maybe I did get the memo. Spike was trying to come to the... Ayo! Spike, I'm sorry. They just passed out a memo today. We no longer kill anybody that's not employees users. And you think that, that even includes you. So, if anything, I'm gonna have to, um, you're going to have to go through the... Um, the before he even gets there, and Spike goes, Yo! I'm already over here. I've been using this place for 20... 30... Get it. He's not inside yet. Spike, I get it, I get it. They just passes out today. I'm just going to have to ask you to walk around, please. Like, I can no longer let you um, through this entrance anymore. That is my job. Like, uh, 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 if I do, it's going to be my job. My shit is the cachet. You know what I mean? That, the cachet that Spike has. Yep. Why didn't niggas call his phone? Niggas couldn't call his phone? That's something different. <laughs> but, see, the calling his phone thing, when I heard him say that, Definitely got the juice. That's bullshit. No, no, that's definitely got the juice for somebody to. Call I say that's phone. I say that's time on and it's bullshit because the people that call his phone are, are are sales representatives. What did he say? He said, "If I am, oh, they got my number. They got my number. If I if I miss an installment, they call me. Hey, Mister Lee, you miss it. Those are sales representatives. Those aren't management. That's not PR personnel. That is nobody that James Dolan considers important." In his organization, even though those may be the most important people, because those are the people that are selling his tickets and, and, and getting those PDLs and getting and getting and getting those, those renews and those subscriptions and getting those and get those installments from all these people. But those are not individuals that are, that are making that are making decisions. So when Spike says he's still mad, he's still emotional. That's illogical. Highly, oh yeah, that that highly that, emotional. That when I heard that, I was like, that may have been your most illogical excuse, but I get it. You feel as if, yo, they have my number. If I miss a payment, they call me in two seconds. It's not James Dolan calling you. It's not James Dolan's secretary. It's not, it's, 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 it's not the light-skinned motherfucker that kept his job. Hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it, it wasn't the dude that just lost his job. It wasn't any of these basketball operation people. It's none of them. It's none of the people that we hold accountable in the New York Knicks organization in the media. That has his number to call him for that. So when it comes to policy change, policy change goes out to MSG employees. He's not an MSG employee either. Mm. Now, let's throw all that political bullshit out the window. Now, because of it is possibly go out by email, different different avenue. So when he says that, I get it. That's how he feels. That's not logical. But. By the time he, by the time he said the ticket, the ticket person could have told him if he got that memo. Hey, Mr. Spike, if Spike got belligerent out there, Mr. Spike, I'm sorry. You got no longer. Well, let's say that ticket person didn't get it. He's part time, but he gets inside where there's actually security, head of security, all these, a couple of full time people or seasonal full time people, right? The Depending people on that Spike Lee be talking about, these are his mans is out here but, working. But the people that he know, that exactly. probably Spike has seen every single day for so now, years. So now you put me in security shoes. And this is real simple. I see Spike on the elevator. Spike, Yo, I'm dude. sorry. We no longer can let you come this way. No, no, you're already here. Because you can't kick him out the building after that. And that's when you fucked up. Right then when you like leave. Okay. Now, yeah, you know what? 
even stay there. Mr. Spike. Oh, Spike, you know what? I'm sorry. We can't, we can't have you go this way. You're going to have to go that way. You know what? I got you. Hey, Larry, I need you to cover me over here real quick. I'm going to go escort Mr. Lee through the, to the proper entrance. If you don't mind just following me. So I can show you, so, so we can go, we're going to have to walk, you're going to have to come back out, and we're going to walk back in, and we're going to have to go through this entrance, but I can't, I can't let you get back through this area anymore, I'm sorry. And go walk with him. Talk with him. Explain what the fuck is exactly. going on. Exactly. Now, don't tell him, oh, you have to, yo, let me escort you to the area that we're going to have to, just, and the reason why, why I'm going with you is to make sure you don't have any problems getting back in. I want to make sure, I want to make sure you have no discrepancies, we're going to, I'm, I'm basically we're gonna walk straight up to the front. I'm gonna get you directly in where we already, we already got you stamped, and I'm I'm actually gonna escort you all the way to your seat. I got you. Don't even worry about it. I'm trying to make this as painless as possible. Apparently, you got this for somebody. Somebody didn't get the memo along the way. It's a new policy. We no longer can let anybody that's not employees come through this entrance. I know you've been. I know you've been using this area for a while. You, that's the reason why I'm here personally addressing you because we are. <laughs> you're probably one of the reasons why they passed that memo. But mm -hmm. I got you. You know what I mean? There's way to be tactful in your customer service. Because all that was, was customer service. That's all. So, now you got, now you got management fucking up. And then, I could have swore last month. With typical Knicks. The New York Knicks signed a head of PR. For, for, to help us with PR. And then the Knicks go out and pass and, and 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 hand out a statement that 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 Ooh, if i was spike that statement would have had me on 10. if i was spike that statement would have had me with this with, with brooklyn next year mm. you see how i talk me personally because you see how i talk about brooklyn right how 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 I how I've I've reserved a place of love for them because they are my what they're doing in Brooklyn with Voltron over there something else I'm going to talk about later not in the show but something a little bit later I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep teasing you guys with this Voltron reference you guys are gonna be surprised when I drop this one on you <laughs> right but he could go to Brooklyn with Voltron over there and and what and what they're putting on. If I was him, after what they said, they how you gonna lie on Spike? Listen, you can lie on Oakley. You can try this on Oakley. Spike is a bigger media mogul than you. You understand? Spike next month could drop a movie about your how they treated me in the garden. And we there. I can tell you this. Spike is part of the spectacle that is. The he is mix. part of the show. He's part of the show. He's part of the reason you pull up to Madison Square Garden to watch these bums. I can guarantee you this. Ball. Right? I'm going to say this on the low scale, and I'm, then I'm going to say it on the high scale. I guarantee you Toronto wouldn't treat Drake like this. Hmm. You know, now you know where the high scale is at. I guarantee you the Lakers would never. Treat Jack like this. Hmm. Jack is taking Genie Bus's elevator to his seats. Hmm. Genie Bus gets in the elevator, but like, oh yeah, Jack was in. Here. I can smell his cologne. 
was using my. Oh, that was Jack. Basically, it's on a day of on a, on, a, on a day that should be that should be celebrated. Because the Knicks actually had three very good things going on for them that day. As they get spanked by Utah, I believe. Eh, still not spanked. Quite spanked. 57-43. They still got time to come back. I mean, it isn't the worst deficit they've had this year and come back for it only to still lose. <laughs> the fact they did spike like that probably has... It, it, it's put it this way. You thought that... The Charles Oakley thing was as bad as they can get. This has to be the peak. Oh, God. This is the pinnacle. This has to be it. Because now I'm like, how worse can you get? You, you know, you know, there's only one thing. There's only one, one worse thing that you can get. Some way you, you find a way to squander these seven picks that we have. Shh. Quiet. Too loud. Too loud. Too loud. They might hear you. They might hear you. Like, like you, up. like no, no, no. Like you understand. Like hear you. seven picks goes to getting Devin Booker and Kale Anthony Towns here, and it will never be worth it. Please, stop speaking this energy into the air, okay? Please, I can't. It's like it's like the work. stock market. It's like, but it's, but instead of like how people make money, where you're like, oh, okay, we our, our money's getting higher, but like, oh, we could get higher. We got it's like, oh, it crashed. And then go, oh, it can get lower, and it can get lower, and it can get lower. That's what the Knicks are doing. It's like, oh, we can't get any lower from Oakley. Oh, we're going to shit on Spike. Oh, how do you get lower from there? We're going to find a way to lose all of our goddamn draft picks. How do we How do, How do? do we get worse from there? Those people that we got them for, they barely play. And, oh, when they come back, they get suspended for steroids. You know, like, that's the shit. I know. <laughs> I just got here. Why'd you have to depress me? I was, I, you know, I wasn't trying to. I, I really, I really wasn't trying to. We started off with the next talk. So, since we're, since since you don't want me to depress you with next talk, yeah, no more, no more. Depression. Let's talk about some of the other reoccurring knuckleheads then in the NBA. <laughs> like, and these, are, and these are, and, I, and I'm starting to realize that there were some reoccurring knuckleheads in the NBA. That I'm realizing that the NBA no longer wants an NBA at all at all at the same time, <laughs> and I'm realizing this right because when I hear that the the Lakers are trying out Dion Waiters and Jr. Smith, I'm like, yo, why is my boy Lance not getting a job? But then I realize the Dion Waiters and Jr. Smith position. Was Lance's job last year? They mm -hmm. can't have the they can't have J.R. Smith and Lance Stevenson in the league at the same time anymore. <laughs> and and not for nothing on the same team. On a, Lance make you dance. Lance make you dance. Lance make you dance. We see you working over there. Yes, all the time. Just to let you know. We see you. We see you representing Brooklyn. Yes, we, we see you staying Brooklyn strong mentally yes. and physically. Staying in shape for that call up, like I'm, I'm hoping. Like I hope he doesn't get a retreat like with Nate Robinson, where he just kind of just kind of get phased out the league. I would like to see him at least, if, if he doesn't make a team, at least at least make 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 a way back over to the D League or something or G League, so he could be in somebody's farm system for a call up. You know, not for nothing. Like why isn't he on Houston? Houston is bringing everybody on their team that that can either dance or make shots or cre can create. Why isn't he on a team like Houston? <laughs> 
I would love, thank you. I would love, I would love to see Lance. But Lance put out a nice little video. Listen, Lance, I tell you, we see you, see you. Like he he just put out a new video. I'm like, okay. I just found some dribble drills for the niece and myself to work on. Because any drill that she does, I can't have her do by herself. Mm. You know, I lead by example kind of shit. It's the army and me. Like, we're going to do that shit together. Plus, it's going to help me. I can't, like, I'm going to have to show her how to actually do the shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be, what you mean, dribble in and out? <laughs> she's going gonna, she's gonna to go off the court. Dribble, 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 come on the court. Dribble, 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 go off the court. Dribble, 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 come on the court. You said in and out. Like, that's not what I meant. But I should have elaborated. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, I think they're at this point where they just can't allow too many knuckleheads in at the league at the same time. But you know what? It's good. Because the league is actually in a very good place. The league, I, I believe, is in a very good place. And the reason I say it's in a good place because I'm looking at this rookie of the year race. Right? And this rookie of the year race. It's locked up, and it's, it's been locked up, right? But I like the names that are in there, right? And, 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 that's, and that's really what it is, right? Because as most things are, right, most MVP races, they're usually locked up pretty early. You kind of already kind of know who's running away with it. And then everybody else, what it is, it becomes an honorable mention for, um, for them mm -hmm. to let you know that, hey, you know what? These guys may not be MVPs. But they are studs. That's what it really is. Like, when they talk about guys three through five, unless that number three guy, unless it's really, really close, you're really just out here saying, you know what? These guys are really, really good and deserve to be honorably mentioned. We need to mention them out of respect so at least a light gets shown on them. And also, you don't want this to be in a two-person race. When you at least include five people, you force, the, you force the league to watch five people. You force the masses to watch at least five people and keep eyes on five different individual teams. And then you make it a five team. But no, we all know. It's two at, each, at the top of all of these. Because mm -hmm. these motherfuckers are lazy. So, I want to stay home first, right? I wanted to stay home first with my first rookie. And that's with R.J. Barrett, right? R.J. Barrett is a contender for rookie of the year. Isn't a strong contender. But he's a contender for Rookie of the Year. He's played 51 games. He's averaged 14 points a game. Did he know he was putting up 14 points a game? Mm -hmm. Does it feel like he puts up 14 points? Mm -mm. <laughs> and maybe that's what I wanted to say. It doesn't feel like he averages 14 points. But that's because one of the things, as I told you already, that's, that's bothered me with the Knicks this year is their inconsistency with the playing time of their rookies. At least when we had, when we had Funky Cole Medina as the head coach, you know, take that for data. You know, Mr. Tone Loke. <laughs> at least when we had him as the head coach, he was like, I'm going to play RJ, and I'm going to play him 48 minutes. I'm going to play, listen, ain't no load management here. This is, I tell him, you go home, you eat some cereal, you come back, and you're ready to play. You're young. Like, fuck it. Yes! That's what I want! Right now, <laughs> listen. When year seven goes and he's like, "Yo, I got some knee problems already," I'm like, "See, see, it's because yeah. that nigga was playing you 48 minutes as a rookie." <laughs> 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 but right now, that's what I want. I want Trier to get to get burned. I want Mitchell Robinson to be starting. You, do you know who starts as a center for the New York Knicks? Isn't it Portis or Gibson? Both of them. Taj fucking Gibson. Taj fucking Gibson. Who the fuck is this guy? I'm sorry, New York. I know I don't disrespect the one of our own, but exactly that is Brooklyn but too. Mitchell Rob, but Todd's fucking Gibson over Mitchell Robinson. 
doesn't I already went down the street. I'm, I'm, see, see, this is what happens when you come. Like, I, I, re- you know, what? I probably would revisit this anyway. I, 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 I tend to catch these PTSD sports moments, and and, and I and I black the fuck out, and I and I relive these terrible things that had that happened. <laughs> oh, relive it while you do that. I'm, a drink for me. Oh well, I'm. I, I can't. I'm not reliving that moment. Are you I, sure? I, don't, no, no. Don't, don't, don't lie to the podcast like this. I'm not, I'm not going to relive that moment, but you know what I'll do? Lying is not good for the soul, man. We go, we'll, we'll take a quick break, because this is going to be our, our one and only break. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna finish. We're going to... Ain't a lot of show today. <laughs> and remember, we're already an hour in. <laughs> True. Ain't, ain't, ain't too much left, but I'll take a Hey, quick. CBS, if you hear, brothers, I'm trying to get paid, too. I'm trying to get paid for calling games, too. You know what I'm saying? Since y'all out here want to be throwing more money to 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 commentators than actual players. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we'll take a break. And when we come back, I may we and, and and if I have to kill Tom, I may start talking about all of the Dallas players that are getting paid before Dak Prescott. Oh man, that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They're brighter, better educated. Championships or become famous. They join because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. <clears throat> One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. Good night. Good Since 1964, Connecticut School of Broadcasting has helped place thousands of people just like you in radio, television, and new media careers. You'll learn it all in a hands-on environment in a matter of months, not years. To take a tour of a campus in your area or to find out if a career in broadcasting is right for you, call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one only talent, Omar Taylor. If you're still listening, if you're still listening, you're listening right now. I mean, like right, right now. 
Let me just one let's listen to one of the two ways I like to produce this show live. Either directly on the website, that's at mytsports.net. That's M as in Mike. Y is in Yankee. T is in Tango. Sports.net. Or you're listening live on our new platform on Podbean Live. If you listen on Podbean Live, we appreciate it. Listen, two different moons and DR. Welcome to the show. Listen, don't forget on the here to show that we like to practice and subscribe to the Nate Dog School of Medicine. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> you need me. 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 He was certified by Dr. Dre himself. <laughs> so, need me. You need You know who to call. Before we talk about the rookie of the year, right, and the MVP list has been going on. You 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 actually mentioned something right about how CBS is throwing out this cash, this this world of cash, big money, at Tony Romo, and obviously it's gonna be it's, it's like seventeen million dollars a year. He's getting paid, but then he's getting paid more money than at least eighty percent of the NFL players. But I don't think that most people realize that a lot of players in media are getting paid more than them when they get to that kind of level, you know. But He's getting paid for his insight. Listen, even I, when I heard Tony Romo call a game, was like, oh. Oh, yeah, he's got it. Don't get it twisted. Oh, no, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, okay. He deserves the money. I understand that what they said, the difference between him and Boomer, was that Boomer points out the obvious. He keeps it. He, 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 um, he practices the kiss method. Keep it simple. Tony Romo is like. Chris Boomer? Chris Booger. Booger. Sorry, Booger. Booger. Booger McFarlane. Mm, Booger McFarlane. Oh, Booger didn't even dare touch Tony Romo. No way. But, but I get, like, in a way, in a way, Booger's good for his own thing. Booger keeps it simple. Right. He calls a simple play. Oh, tackled him. Tackled him hard. Came through with, you know what I mean? So, like, just say an example. I'm not saying that's as deep as Booger goes in. Tony Romo is like, oh, well. He's probably going to get this tackle by breaking the 3-4 seam. If you look at this play right here, the way they have themselves lined up, he's probably going to bring this tackle right up. See, oh, yeah, see, that's the same exact seam he went through. Bam, there he goes. So Tony Roman kind of gives like a little predictive play, and then it bam, it happens. So it's kind of like... I'd have just like to see some of these other these other commentators get paid before I see Tony Romo catch a $17 million bat. That is true. Like, like if you Jim Nance, what are you thinking right now? If you Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, what are you thinking right now? If you Al Michaels, shout out Al Michaels, Brooklyn Zone as well, what are you thinking right now? I'm thinking that Tony Romo just helped you set that market a little. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm all those guys. Listen, like I said, if I'm Joe Buck, I saw that shit, I'm like, what? If anything, he got that because Troy texted it to him because he's in flames over it. The two of them, I know they at Fox like, yo, you see this? 17 mil per year? I just gave you that Super Bowl? I don't know. Pay up. There's going to be some renegotiations Pay with the contract. Now, is it, are they going to make that 17? Probably, Probably not. not. Listen, the fact that Tony Romo was even getting paid 17 right now, and we know about it, is going to even get more eyes on him. Because now people are going to want to listen to what, so what the paid? fuck makes you, you worth 17 million dollars over so some of these all-time greats who've been doing this shit for 20 plus years so cbs has 
also, in a way, just up their own the, oh, the spectacle of the NFL by paying. And I think they host the Super Bowl next year too. They may. No, NBC has it next year. NBC's got it. That oh great, I get to listen to Al Michaels. <laughs> so Tony Romo's getting Brooklyn. paid, right? <laughs> Des Bryant is being worked out again to see if he can make a comeback by the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, Jerry, that was some gay ass shit that you said, B. Like, yo, I thought about it in the shower. That's some gay no, ass shit. No, I'm no. Sorry. See, now, can I tell I'm you this? Sorry. Can I tell you this? Listen, li hey, hey, hey. Unless don't, I'm don't get it twisted. You think weird shit when you're in the shower, but keep that shit to yourself, B. Not only that. Not that. only that. Unless. Could only, I'm trying to think. What would make this comment justifiable, right? Because we've all spoken like this. Loosely, without even thinking. Like, yo, I was just thinking about that shit in the shower. But, but unless you just came out the shower, you was having that thought. Like, I just came out the shower today, right? Thinking about some shit. I go catch it with the fellas. We having some drinks. Well, la la la. One of them was like, "Yo, what about Des? You know what's funny? I was just I was in the shower and I was thinking about that shit right before I came over here. So unless that shit was happening today, in the shower right before you went to the game, like you can't wait to go to this game." I got, my, I got my blue suit. Go to wear the, go to wear the, 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 the tie with the stars on it. Yeah, fucking cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Washing your balls and shit. Goddamn, Dez. I wonder how many balls he's gonna catch this year if I if I, if I, <laughs> if I sign him. <laughs> Yo, Taj Beer. Thank you for joining the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, unless that shit was happening right before he was on his way to the stadium, and then he runs into the reporter like, so, what's going on about Dez? Damn, it's funny that you asked that. I was just thinking about that shit in the shower earlier today. So, unless it was ju it just happened. If it happened four days ago, there's no way you should be like, yeah, I was in the shower thinking about Dez. And then that whole entire scenario of him catching balls. Like, yeah, for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm like, that nigga, that was a week ago. Like, no. It's like, yo, B, if you don't get that blame shit about it here. <laughs> oh, man. Fire for your mouth. Fucking Jones, B. You got to love him. You got to love him. You going to miss Jerry Jones when he's gone, I'll tell you that. Oh, man. Like, you can't, this gold material, right? I heard that sound like, huh? I'm telling you. Come on, son. Jerry Jones is the owner that Jim Dolan, James Dolan wants to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And all the good and all the bad. Because even when Jerry fucks up, we're like, ah! You love the guy. He's Jerry! Jerry being Jerry, son. Jerry! Double J! <laughs> JJ! Bang, bang! <laughs> <laughs> you old slick son of a gun, you. You know? James Dunn does some shit. You cocksucking motherfucker. Yo, throw him out the fucking You sell the fucking. Put him in the bathroom. There's already somebody in the bathroom. Put him in the bathroom. Yeah, anyway. we don't give a damn. You was giving Tyson Chandler all of those flights, B. You're still a fucking bum. Like, yo, it's so different. I think I could do good and we'll still find reason to throw dirt on it. For real. 
This is like, yo, you gave him your jet, whatever. You was charging him per diem. Like, facts. <laughs> <coughs> Shit. I thought laugh was cough. Nah, it was just the dolan effect. <laughs> that is true. So, I forgot what I was even talking about. Where were we? Where were, where were we? Oh, all the people getting paid that are former Dallas players, yet. That Prescott still ain't getting that dough. But, you know what I've said? I, I, I'm not going to leave this position. Is Dak Prescott your quarterback of the future? Is he going to be the quarterback that's going to win you a Super Bowl? Can you guarantee that? If it's not him, who's going to be the quarterback to do it? So... Do what you want to tie yourself to somebody that you don't believe that you can win a Super Bowl with? My thing is, what quarterback are you going to get if you're Dallas right now? What quarterback are you going to go so with? So does that mean that I need to put myself in a bad position by giving him a long-term contract? But what position is better than it right now? Short-term. Which let me, is... Let me, let, me, let me give you a franchise tag for one year. I still don't know. And then when and then when the franchise tag runs out, what next? Maybe another franchise. I can franchise your tag for two years. But three years? So basically by the third year, you're basically gonna end up giving him if not more than what you already would if you would have just given him the contract. Yeah, I don't want to sign to a long term deal. Which which ends up being silly. You end up looking like Washington. Cause you end up looking like Washington giving Kirk Cousins three years in a row. High-end, high-end, crazy money, and and where'd that get you? Ass, nothing. Well, for Kirk Cousins, no for Kirk Cousins, it pay, listen, for the player, it works out. Oh yeah, unless for you're the looking player, for you cash out. Unless you're looking for a long-term contract. Exactly, because we know how this shit is. You, especially being a quarterback. Look at, like I wish this on nobody. Imagine if Alex Smith was on the franchise tag. The only reason why nobody really is like damn over his shit is because he's still getting paid. Because he still has his contract going for him. Imagine if he was imagine if he was playing with a franchise tag and that leg injury happened to him. That that would be the exact oh well that's what he doesn't want. But perfect example, Earl Earl Thomas. When Seattle was bugging out, didn't want to pay him, he basically is giving him the middle finger for, for a few games and whatnot. Because they won't pay him, and then what happens? Boom! Broken leg. Was out there, not secured. Gone, release, goes to Baltimore. So, on a much cheaper deal than what he should have been playing for, by the way. Get it. Get that bag, secure that money. Which, which he should. But if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, no one year deals. I'm saying to myself, why do I want to make the Tony Romo mistake again? I just went through this. Because Tony Romo was all they really had. At the time that they gave him that contract, Tony Romo was basically the thing that was holding that team relevant. What running game did they have? Des was still a baby at the time. So is Tony is, is Des Bryant Tony Romo? What do you mean? Do you think he's that talented as Tony Romo to carry a team himself? Clearly, he wasn't. So, financially, I don't think I want to make that. So, 
that, that's that's what I'm saying. They gave Tony that bag because there was nothing else on that team worth giving that bag for. This team that they have now, there are things, there are pieces worth giving that bag for. Really? Ezekiel Elliott worth giving that bag for. Pieces of that offensive line, that mainly the left tackle. What is worth giving that bag for? <clears throat> that defense, that defensive lineman, the DN, Demarcus Lawrence, worth coming off that bag. Jalen Smith, worth coming off that bag. Vander Esch, in about another year or two, it's gonna be the same shit with him, and he's gonna be worth coming off that bag. That's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why this is hardball because it's so many people that they gotta worry about giving this money to. Equally, and I didn't even get to Amari Cooper. That's another piece. They should have been paid Amari Cooper. Exactly. They should have took. Like, like we, like, like we, we all, we all know, like Amari. As an organization, I would say they messed up by not because you, at the time when you signed Amari Cooper, you very quickly saw that he was what you needed to make your run game better, and he was what you needed to help your quarterback look better. You, Which he was exactly you make the decision on if you need to pay, not if you need to, how much you need to pay your quarterback. <clears throat> Why? I keep understanding this from the player standpoint. Listen, I'm not talking from the player standpoint here. If I'm the organization, I can't pay Des Bryant. I'm sorry. Sorry. I can't pay Dak Prescott. I I I can't pay him yet. I and the thing about it, the thing about it is that what's the premises that is holding you from pay from paying him? I don't know if he's my if he's my franchise quarterback. Are you sure that that some of these decisions have have to deal with him, or is it combination of the team as well? You sure the coaches were putting him in the proper position to succeed? Do you sure these players? But we were just talking about Amari Cooper. We this this is a guy who I see that I know he's there when they're playing home games. I know he's there, and even there are some home games where I'm wondering where he at. But road games, I'm like um, yo, my G, are you trying to get paid too? Where you at? I can't have I can't have, I can't have you. I'm up in New England. A this this New England team doesn't know how to score, and games on the line. You're not hurt, and you on the sideline for the game-winning drive. No, B. We got a new head coach this year. Oh yeah, new head coach. I need to get this one more year. I believe, I believe you're my guy. I'm not quite I'm sure. Not quite sure. And, and and when I say like, I want to pay you. I really, really. Like this is how I feel like Dallas feels. Like I really, really want to pay you. I, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like right before you sign that check, you're like, damn, do I really want to buy this motherfucker? Like it's like, it's like you're looking. It's like you're looking for that. I'm not looking for. I'm not looking for a reason not to. I'm looking for that next reason to give you this money. Yeah, and I feel like he hasn't quite given him that reason to be like, and look, his numbers look great this year. But I'm like, I still don't feel like you're my guy. Man, if I'm Dak, I'm trying to leave, dog. I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to leave. Now, I know if you're a player, you're like, yo, listen, based off of patterns of the past, 
people in my position have been paid a whole lot sooner and la 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 but you know what those people aren't winning and i'm trying to win and i'm trying to win for you as well if i'm deck i'm trying to leave man this is trying to leave dallas where you gonna go i'll let you go this is a slap if you want to leave that i'm trading you sign and trade let's go bye this is a slap bye See? I don't see. I do not see. So let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. So now let me ask you this. People letting their so star, star quarterback, who they come out here and kiss ass and swear that they want this dude. I don't see them doing people. I don't see them. If that Prescott comes to you and says, "I want to, I want to trade right now," he's like, "Yo, listen, you guys are taking too long. Yep. You you even need to sign me on one out of here because now I'm starting to feel disrespected. What do you say?" Oh, and and I'm the Cowboys organization. Yeah. Well, for one, it wouldn't be my. It wouldn't be like that because his ass would have got paid. You would have paid him if you were Dallas. I would have paid him. You're telling me that you would have paid him if you were Dallas. I would have paid him. Why? Why? Paid him? Because what's the number? What's the number? Thirty-six, thirty-seven million per year. Per year. Here you go. Here. How many years? How many years? Well, most these contracts will go four years. Guaranteed. How much guaranteed? Oh, guaranteed. See, that's what that's the numbers that we're gonna have to work out. But right now, Prescott's not worried about guaranteed money. That's what they all worried about. Of course, that's what they worried about at the end. But right now, the first number to get to is the per year. That's the first number to get to. Once we get to the per year, then we worry about the guarantee. How about? Cause yeah, cause see, that guarantee, that guarantee, because you know guarantee, what? yeah, I could come to somebody. I could, what was your guy's guarantee? Somebody be like, oh yeah, your contract's fully guaranteed. How much you pay me per year? Oh, twenty million dollars a year, bitch. What? What? What's thirty? What's about thirty million dollars a year? Completely guaranteed for three years. Wait, thirty million dollars per year? Completely guaranteed. For three years. There's so many factors into this shit, man. It's. Per year, it's guaranteed money because what was, what here, because Goff's guarantee. They all look they at all each look other's at contracts, man. What was Jaron Goff's guarantee? Yeah, let me find it out. Because if I just guaranteed, because I, I wasn't Kurt, wasn't Kurt Cousins the first full guaranteed, fully guaranteed contract? Three years, eighty-four million dollars, still a dumb contract to me, if you ask me. So three years, ninety million dollars, fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. I don't know about you. Quite yet. Quite yet. It, but, it, but it's two years. It, but, it, but it's two years. in a team option. Well, they're all team options. So even your guaranteed. So even your guaranteed isn't guaranteed. Hmm. Boy, damn. They gave Jared Goff all of that. How much? How much? Four years, hundred thirty-four, one ten, fully guaranteed. Okay. 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 Three years, thirty mil, fully guaranteed. Mad real quick. What the fuck? Because thirty because 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 when I say the when I say the people this first, right? Very first number. If I offered you a thirty million dollars a year thirty million dollars a year contract as an NFL player, as a starting quarterback, that's kind of low ball. What if I offered you? You think Prescott needs a three-year deal or or longer? I still don't know about you. I don't want. I, I, I want to be able to reset as soon as possible. Like to be honest with you. I think the Dallas Cowboys should, should draft a quarterback with their first round pick this year. You know who I think they should get? Hmm. hmm. You already know. You already know. I can't even say his name. I can't even say his name. Tua got a tongue twister. Tua got a tongue twister. Do you know how? Do you know how much they're gonna have to trade for that? Because that pick is going no further than seventh. 
Two a king. They got a first round pick. Dallas does have not have nowhere near no tenth pick. Yeah, they got a number twenty-two. Exactly. Pick. It's Tua. Like trade. That's the only way you're touching. Tua, Tua got That's a the only way they're, tra they're touching him. To be honest with you, Tua got a tongue twister shouldn't be picked before the fifteenth pick. He should not. He should not be picked before the fifteenth pick. I don't know. I don't know what you've been watching. I don't know what you've been listening. But whoever no, 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 no. leading you that way, stop it. Stop it now. I'm not saying that this is where he's gonna fall. Oh, I'm saying out of my personal evaluation of him and his talents and this draft, I would not be picking two. I got a tongue twister before picking up. Listen, you know, you know how I really listen. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna violate you. Be. I'm, I'm gonna violate you here, right here. Cause you, cause you know what I'm really about to say. Violate you here. You know what I'm really about to say. Listen. Cause I'm I'm gonna I'm about to give you the rundown on how the, how this tour not being pat it sounds ridiculous. For one, I'm not saying that he will. You said I'm saying that he shouldn't. Okay, even even that I don't think he should. Crazy, Cincinnati. We already know the take, bro. That that's Washington. What is Washington's quarterback situation that even gives them the right to just automatically pass Tua at two? You know I'll, I'll, you know, I'll pick before him, Jalen Hurst. Oh my God, I don't believe. I don't believe Tua should be picked in the first round. The Dolphins third. They're, they're not even supposed to be picked. They get him through trade, but that's in this mock draft. That's who they have them taking them. But after that, the Giants. The Giants. They got their guy. They got Daniel Jones. Let that rock. Detroit. Stafford just got hurt. He's never pushed them to a playoff win. The furthest they've got to is getting their ass blown out twice in the. Wild card round. Jalen Hurst. 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 What position do they what have, position do they have in looking past the quarterback? Past Chargers. The quarterback. Justin Herbert. They just, Justin Herbert. They just let. They just let <laughs> Justin Herbert before <laughs> Tua. Before Tua. See, you just hating now. Carolina, hear Carolina, all this talk about this not talk keeping about Cam, Cam, possibly trading Cam. Cam. You not gonna tell me they're not gonna, gonna peek inside that that workout at seven? Okay. The Cardinals, they got Kyler Murray. Jacksonville, they just said they about to trade Nick Foles again. I'm not saying. I just gave you about five, six teams right there who are automatically going to be in that room like, hey, do we really want to pass this dude? I understand that. I understand that. But when you pick a quarterback in the first round, that high what are your expectations from him at this point that he could come into your into your organization right now start playing games and start helping your team win i don't think two is ready the only question is the durability in and that is of a big course that is a, of course that is a big thing so that's why i don't think he's a first round talent anymore is sam donald a first round talent how his ass couldn't stay healthy his ass caught damn mono and missed half the season that's not that's like catching a flu. That's still health at the end of the day, damn it. That's still blame him for catching the coronavirus. Because who told him to have his tongue down these bitches' throats in the club in New York City? And eat. Well, you would have your tongue in these bitches' in the middle of the goddamn back. Are you fucking kidding me? I ain't moving like white people out here. I ain't moving like white people. I'm not seeing somebody and looking them in their face. And before I could say even hi to them, I got my tongue down their fucking throat. Sorry, I was I was in I was in Europe during the early the very beginning portion of my adult drinking phase. Yeah, I'm very European with my hat with my partying mm. habits. 
Listen, I'll fuck you. Listen, I'll fuck you in the middle of a floor in a phone party. <laughs> <laughs> Standing there, thinking damn to myself. <laughs> oh, oh, my Nate Dog School of Medicine. Woo! How we get derailed by Dallas? <laughs> it's what the fucking Cowboys do. They fuck everything up. They fuck everything up. You have your whole shit set, and then they drop a little, <laughs> they drop a little nugget, and fuck your whole shit up. This is exactly what they want. Fuck you, Cowboys. I would like to see Des. I would like to see Des Bryant try to make his way into the league. Patrick Mahomes. Pat got Mahomes. Mahomes. He's still yo. Let's let you know if you guys are looking for Patrick Mahomes, he is still over here on the Mighty Force Podcast. He he has been here partying ever since he won a Super Bowl. So if he's been missing. We know Facts. That. <laughs> and it's spring break down here. We litty. I don't know about all those. Oh, I don't know about all those visits. All we hear is fireworks. I don't know about all those visits to the beach because you know we got out of towners all up in the spot with that coronavirus bullshit going around. I don't know if I'm going to the beach that often out here. Have you seen what they have been doing in China? Mm. They are straight violating, be like they are purposely. Oh nah, oh nah, nasty B. Nah, I saw that. I saw that. I literally see the videos, like wiping his nose and like I seen the nigga sneeze into some shit, wipe it all over the fuck. I'm like yo, y'all niggas is dirty B. Y'all niggas is a new type of dirty. I already heard about y'all, y'all Chinese niggas. You Chinese motherfuckers is dirty B. Was violated. I was so disgusted, B. Yo, like I already knew, like so fuck because of their population. Like there's a bunch of other issues, like you know, like in China too. Like you damn near have to like drive with, like a go cam or, or like a video cam because you can stop a foot short from a motherfucker. They would jump onto your car and act like you hit them, and that's a case. Yo, yo. So motherfuckers literally have to have like, have to have, like fucking go cams and webcams on their car. You know when they drive around just to show that you actually jumped. Onto my car because in in any other way there's no way for it to prove it and, and you mm, lose. Mm. Mm. Yeah, China's grimy, China's grimy disgusting dude. right now. Bro. Like 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 China like China's like the grimy it's like the grimiest parts of New York. Ugh. I'm not gonna lie, they make us look clean. <laughs> disgusting, B. And now I'm hearing that that they tying in coronavirus with with dogs Yo. and shit too, and I'm like, not see. Listen, I was defending you guys eating dogs up until that point because listen. And I'm gonna tell you, you and let me tell you the only reason why I defend them eating dogs because it's a cultural thing. It's, it's a cultural thing. It's it's a cultural thing. And just because we decided to make it, we decided as Americans or whatever portion of the world to make an animal. Don't be dirty. Decided to make an animal a pet. Does not mean that that animal has to be a pet for every culture and is not food. You understand? Cows you understand? Sacred. Cows are yes. sacred. It's just food for us in some cultures. Cows are sacred mm-hmm. in some cultures. They're just, for us, they're they're just, just, just the next food. burger. Exactly. So, exactly. so different ways, different to, look ways mm-hmm. to look at this. 
So I've never ever judged them for what they consume. Listen, we have tons of iguanas here, right? We heard about all the iguanas falling in and out of the trees and all kinds of different things. And we heard about the individuals individuals that were taking the iguanas home to go eat. People were like, oh my God, they're nasty. I can't believe this. I was like, well, do you have any Trinidadian friends? They're like, oh my God, of course I have Trinidadian friends. Well, go to Trinidad with your Trinidadian friend. The way that I talk about in Jamaica, that they have like this just barbecue stands. It's like a barbecue stand, but they're making jerk chicken on the side of the road. Go to Trinidad. They have stands where they're literally pulling the iguanas out of the trees. They are gutting them and and, and, and currying them up as a dish for you right there on the stairs. And that shit is delicious. <laughs> you have motherfuckers eating frogs. You have Americans that eat squirrels regularly. And data is fire. Things like that. Like I, I'm gonna talk about football players. Oh, we just talked about him actually. Booger. Yeah. Ever listen to Booger talk about how he grew up and, and the things that they actually ate as as, as a child? Like they've actually so. I've never ever. Like like I said, we eat goat. When you talk about fucking that you eat goat, motherfuckers is like goat. Until you put that motherfucker in their mouth and they're like, go. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Somebody who said they don't like so, go, we look at you funky. So, so never, ever, you know, look sideways at them for what they ate. But now, that's just time. Uh, so, yeah. Fought <laughs> 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 all over that. Shit, Shit you know, way all over that. <laughs> Should be eating your pets, but I'm joking. I'm j- <laughs> yo. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Yo, but. Oh my god, them niggas is nasty. I'm trying to niggas is nasty. So I was so. I was so I'm at the VA today. I'm at the VA today. And some dude. Was like, all of a sudden. Oh! I hear a cough. And I look over. And he's just over here. Literally like this. Literally like this. him in his chest. I'm you looking at him, like, and he oh. makes eye contact. I'm like, yo, yo, you better dab yo. that shit. <laughs> He's being pushed in a wheelchair. He got, he got out of his son and his boy. Pushing the wheelchair. Oh, he's in the wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, he's in the wheelchair. Yeah. But he's that hand function. Yeah. I got no discriminate that. You know what I mean? The lab, and then the lab, and I'm glad that one of the, because I'm over here since I'm like, yo, because he caught, I'm like, yo. Cover your mouth. And the lab dude right. was like, listen, you have to put a mask on him if he keeps okay, coughing. Fact. At least somebody else. Like, okay, at least somebody else. Word. Everybody, everybody look at him and nobody say, I'm like, yo. We got viruses and all this shit. When you in the hospital. When you in the hospital. you I made a joke the other day. I made a joke the other day on my face. I was like, to be honest with you, I'm not really not worried about the coronavirus. I'm not fucking nasty. Mama didn't raise me to be no nasty motherfucker. You know what I mean? I wash my hands. I wash my ass. I take a shower. Like, I clean the crib. Yeah, so I'm over here like, I'm not nasty. I'm really not All the jokes that you see, I'm not really work. I'm not nasty. But I went to the VA today and I came home and I was like, yo, I had to spray myself with rubbing alcohol. Like, 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 you know how motherfuckers spray like a purifying mist, like to, to help, like, um, um, cleanse their aura and shit like that? I did that shit with rubbing alcohol. I was like, I had to just put like an aura of like germs and shit around. Facts, 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 That wasn't made in a lab. That already, that was, that has already been protected against coronavirus, even though this is a, this is a new strain. 
<laughs> get out! Get out! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Like I see shit like this, and I like listen. Don't. I don't want to talk conspiracy theories, but shit like this. This was this was this was, this was, this was, this was made by life. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, now nah, you remember the day I showed you? Like, yo, what's this shit? I showed it to you. You showed it to them. What's this shit? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. That was my holiday package. Get the fuck out. Of 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 Lysol wipes that I bought in like October. So nigga saw that said, oh word, we going to get Clorox. Them niggas been fighting against the coronavirus. We even knew about the coronavirus. And to this day. The number one person who's pissed off about coronavirus is whoever is the owner of Corona beer. Oh my god. They all they want is the head of the person who named this shit. That's all they want. Right, you couldn't name it anything else? Corona virus. You know you know they ain't name it the Budweiser virus. Listen. Listen. But why is the virus? Oh no! No! It's quiet. You see, it's your problem, man. You're speaking mad loud, son. Quiet. 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 You know, government is listening. All these motherfucking devices that are on in this room as we speak, and you gonna say some shit like that? I know. You got your eyes off me. You got about. Got about three TVs, two two laptops, four phones, all on in this motherfucker. Shit. Oh man. Oh man. Shit. Trust me. I promise you. When I go on Instagram later, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see a little ad about Hennessy, man. I promise you. Niggas is lurking, b. It's the official drink of the exactly. Finally. Finally. The fuck took so long. Like. Like, like Chris Dallin Henny should have. Chris Dallin should have been the very first one. Like Chris Dallin should have been the very first one. Champagne popping. They should have been the champagne popping. Let's not but talk about the coronavirus. Or those nasty Chinese people wiping shit all over the fucking furniture and walls and everything. Nasty motherfuckers. Or any of the other new forms of viruses out there. Because I still want to talk about the new players in the NBA. Alright, let's go. That are in the rookie race. I already told you about RJ Barrett, right? Right. RJ Barrett. 51 games, right. 14 five points. Rebounds, yep. Five rebounds, two and a half assists. Mm -hmm. You know what plus minus is? You know what plus minus is? Probably like minus 15. <laughs> it's the Knicks. Okay, so, so that was going to be my next question. So, so that was going to be my next question. Is this plus minus? It's got to be minus. It's our Knicks, man. Okay, his plus minus is okay. negative His plus minus is negative 5.9. Only 5.9? Team record. Team record. At the time, 18 and 42 when I did this. Oh, so it got worse. No, we won a game. No, we won a game. Wait, wait. Wait. When did I do this? When did I do this? When did I do this? 
When did I do was this? Was it yesterday morning? Was it yesterday morning? Yeah, it was yesterday morning. Just before yeah, it was yesterday morning. Okay. Just before the YouTube. Oh, before the... Yeah, so when I was probably 19 and 43. Because we lost against Utah a while ago. Well, I got killed against Utah. No, it was an eight-point game. No, it was an eight-point game. Next up, we got... Next up, we got... Rua. Arayu, as I like to call her. Arayu, as I like to call her. Hachimura. Hachimura. We ain't talking about you. Where we mentioned any of the stuff earlier. He's Japanese, He's Japanese, by the way. He's Japanese. Right? He's played in 36 right. games. He's played in 36 compared games to RJ compared to RJ Barrett's 51. He gets 13.9 points he a game. He gets 13.9 points a game. Six rebounds. Six rebounds. 1.6 assists. 1.6 assists. Plus minus. His plus minus. What do you think it is? Positive or negative? What do you think it is? Positive oh, or negative? Because Washington stinks too. Negative 4.9. Exactly. Negative 4.9. Only only thing worthy watching in Washington is Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill, you were dumbass of the year for re upping this to stay over there with them bums. You had your chance. You had your chance. He you dropped the ball. He, you dropped the he ball. Thought, he thought they had you something in Washington. Fucking ball. Idiot. They need to get rid of one of those guys. I, no, they don't. No, they don't. John Wall needs to get healthy. And he needs to keep adding pieces. Bradley Bill, you need to run. Record 22 and 37. They're ninth Garbage. in the East. Garbage. They could Stop actually it. make the playoffs. Stop. Make the playoffs. Stop. Why should they make the playoffs? Stop. How it's far close. are they back from the eighth spot? Exactly. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to run into a team that may be in the eighth spot. Maybe not. Next up, we have. Next up, we have. Kendrick Nunn? Kendrick Is his first name Kendrick? Kendrick. Kendrick. He's played 58 He's games. played 58 games. Started I think he's played I think he's played the most games out of all the rookies I'm gonna mention. 15.8 points a game. 15.8 points a game. A little more than he's RJ. Playing high volume high type volume. basketball. 2.7 rebounds. 2.7 rebounds. Three and a half assists. Plus minus. Oh, gotta be plus. Did he oh, damn near 40 wins? 2.1. There you go. 2.1. And the record at the time, 38 wins, 32 losses. Oh, so losses. this was before the Milwaukee so game. Like I said, this was done yesterday morning. Like I said, this was done yesterday, oh, so yesterday morning. I did this yesterday morning. Oh, no. Yeah, after. Because that game was Monday. Yeah, I did this yesterday morning. Because Monday I was in the hospital still. Oh, yeah. Everything's straight there? Everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah, everything's good. It was, it was a false alarm. I saw that I was at work. Whoa! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Complete false they alarm. Are 30 and 22. They are 38 and, and 22, four. and they are fourth. They had a good game. They had a good game. Against the Bucks the other day. Against the Bucks the other day. We have, we have spoken, spoken positively. Positively. As much as we can about the Miami As much as we year. can about the Miami Heat this year. And I say as much as we can because I'm an expert. As much as my as much heart, as my heart history, and history. And you guys will allow me. Because I can't go too in-depth in into listen, Heat listen, Talk. Because, listen, I, I see how you Knicks fans mm -hmm. have been reacting when I talk, when I talk about, when I talk positively about the Heat. I see how you guys have gotten. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. It is not because I live down. Well, it is. It actually is partially because I live down here. It's the only reason why I talk about them is because I'm in this market. If I lived in Denver, if you talk about Knicks and the Denver Nuggets, if I lived in Portland, it would be me talking about the Knicks and the Portland Trip. So it's me because Mello, Mello, Damien is definitely my favorite point guard. 
Damien is definitely Ooh. my favorite point guard. I'm getting a new favorite point guard already. I got a new favorite point guard already. I got oh, a new favorite already. favorite point guard already. Oh, John Red. Ja! Ja! <laughs> <laughs> the one who sits up Iron Rain down low. Ja! The one who dunk pan in and jump over man. Ja! No man can bless. Yo, no man can curse. Who ja bless? Ja bless. Oh. How we get? How we two get stars, two stars, and we can give two island cultural names to in one year? Lion, Ion, Zion, Lion, Ion, Zion. Right, 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 that's how we get two in one year. That's how we get two in one year. That's Don't put them on it. Yeah. Right. I don't know how we got that lucky. I don't know how we got that lucky. But somebody that always needs content. Oh, thank you, guys. For coming to the league. For coming to the league. Not going down that road. Now, the two main candidates. Which I really think is still disrespectful. Which I really think is still disrespectful to Kendrick Nunn a little yes. bit. But the two main candidates. But the two main candidates for for player the, rookie of the year. Player the, rookie of the year. Let's get to your first boy. Let's get to your first boy. Fifteen games. Fifteen games. Yes, folks. Fifth yes, folks. Team. Fifth game. It's so disrespectful. Game. I'm sorry. I would still like to see how his numbers I would still like to see how his numbers look when he got 40 games, but still by that you time, still be able to give you me still wouldn't be able to give me eight to So what I want to do right now is to kind of take a snapshot. Because the snapshot uh, because at, the snapshot, uh, at, I wanna, at 50, I want to... Uh, the snapshot isn't really for him. <coughs> isn't really the for snapshot him. is for the people around him. The snapshot is for the people around him. I kind of want to see I kind of want to see... Where they're at, this, you know, 50 games in, this, you know, know, 50 games in, based off of the And then the next steps, I'm going to take a Zion. And then the next steps, I'm going to take a Zion. And he would have now probably gotten to like And he would have now probably gotten to like 40 games. And see then how his numbers would have compared. He's not in the MVP. He's not in the race for He's not in the MVP. He's not in the race for I just want to see how he's still putting up. If he's still putting up 24 points a game. Or if he would have come down to now averaging 18 by this time. So, mm. still gonna keep so, an eye on that. Still gonna keep but, an eye on that. Through 15 but, games. Through 15 games. Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. 24, 24 points, points, points per game. 6.8 rebounds. 6.8 rebounds. Two assists. Two assists. Plus minus. Plus minus. I'd say, I'd, yeah, I'd say probably like point, point seven, something like that. You're real close. 6.5. You're real close. 6.5. You said 0.7? You said 0.7? You meant 7. Point no, like 0.7. Like 0. 0.7? Like 0. 0.7? Positive, yeah, yeah. yeah. Positive. I mean, positive. Yeah, plus, definitely oh, no. plus for sure. It's positive 6. Point it's positive 6. Point I don't think it would at, make that much of a difference. Record 10. Now, Record I know I put an emoji over this guy's face. I know I put an emoji over this guy's face. But that's really the look he was giving him. Niggas is gay. Niggas is gay. B. B. Okay. I showed you the after, okay. right? I showed oh, you the after, shit. right? I definitely showed you the after. I definitely showed you the after. Did I save oh the my before? god. Did I save the before? Did I save the before? Yo. Oh, man. 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 Oh,
Oh man. man. I love I you oh, know man. what? I love I you know what? I did not Fuck this. But that's that's the one not, picture. But that's that's the one picture the on. I do not have the before. Oh my god. If, if you see that picture if, before, if you see like, that you, picture you're not even gonna before, get mad at like, me. You you're not even gonna get mad at me, B. You're gonna be like really he was really giving him the googly eyes. Like, him yeah. The googly eyes. like he <laughs> was really looking at him I like, like, like Oh God. <laughs> and then there is and the guy that should win rookie. There is the guy year. that should win rookie every year. That, time I watch him every play. Every time I watch him play. I am like I am like Catching bodies. As we said. As we said, jumps up high and jumps on Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, nigga, tell me how my nuts taste. Games played for John Morant. Games played for John Morant. 55 games. 55 games. 17.6 points per game. The next person who stands underneath that rim and John Morant is coming down. Beware, because third time the charm, he missed out on Kevin Love, missed out on Anthony Davis. Don't be that third motherfucker. Don't do it, because you, you're going to... He's going to do it if somebody taller. It's going to be the most beautiful post. It's going to be the next most beautiful two-day highlights of all time. I'm just gonna say this now. I have not I'm just gonna seen, say this now. I'm gonna have, I have my ugly face seen, ready. Ugh, I shit. I have not seen anybody redesign somebody's here while trying to dunk on them since Blake hmm. Griffin. And Blake Griffin had. And Blake inches. Griffin had seven inches on him. Easy. And like. And like. Pounds. Say 80 pounds. <laughs> His plus minus. <coughs> His plus minus. Huja? Hmm? Oh, it's got to be like plus four or something negative. like that. Plus four, so negative. What? Negative. What? It's it's because of the recent stretch. Recent. Negative zero. Negative Recent stretch. That's what it is. It's the recent stretch. Team record. Twenty-nine and thirty-one. They were eighth in the West. Being hunted down. Being hunted down. That's it. Twenty-nine and thirty-one. That's it. Twenty-nine and thirty-one. No, they right there. Twenty-nine and thirty-one. Oh wait, twenty-nine and thirty-one. Oh wait, they're there too. They're in the ninth spot. And also, New Orleans and Zion Williamson at twenty-six and thirty-four. Tenth. And then, and then now, now I got rookie of the year's job, Moran. I got rookie of the year's job, Moran. Same. I honestly do not have. I honestly do not have Zion Williamson qualified as a rookie of the year candidate. I talk about him. I talk about him because I want to see on a weekly, on a weekly basis because I want to see what he's doing. To be honest with you, and if I didn't talk about him here, I would I would have no other place to talk about him. To be honest, I'm not just gonna do. I'm not just gonna do. I'm not just gonna do a Zion watch and talk and just talk about Zion. When we talk about, I'm gonna talk about him amongst his peers. And I want to see how he's doing amongst his peers, even though it's only 15 games in for him. Ion, Lion, Zion. If this was the first 15 games of the season, we would have. We would have. If this would have been, this would have been forty games in, and this would have still been a thing. Would have been a wrap. But if this would have been fifteen games into the season, and this would have been even doing. Oh no! If you think the spectacle around him is big now, the spectacle around him would have been for one. Zion would have been in the All Star game, and his team would have been in the playoffs. In in the playoffs. Like where Dallas is at kind of shit. Where Dallas is at kind of shit. <laughs> Luga. 
And as we talk about let's Dallas and Luca, let's start talking about. I don't want. And I want you to see some of these pictures. I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you got a chance to see them. As they were produced originally, right? But we do have Luca. But we do have Luca. Right? Cool, Luca Doncic. Forty-nine games. He's missed, he's missed a couple of games lately. He's missed, he's missed a couple Average of games lately. Averaging 28.5 points per game. Averaging 9.3 rebounds, 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 rebounds per game. I didn't realize he was in the rebounds. But I knew he was always on the flirt of a triple-double. Big flirt. More than anybody else. 8.8 assist per game. Plus minus? Plus 6.8. Plus 5.6. All right. Record 37-24. Yes, his, his, his team is and seven. He is and he is one of the candidates for MVP. Now, for, MVP. for now, a good portion of this year, I thought he was being disrespected. I really did. You heard me. I was sitting here every week in the beginning of the season. Why is Luka not being talked about more? Why are they not disrespecting disrespect Luka? You were like, yo. They're saying this about him. They're giving him this. Nah, they ain't talking, talking about him enough. They ain't talking about. I still don't think they're talking about him enough. But it's proper now. The amount where they're talking about the amount where they're talking about him is actually in perspective to what he's in perspective to what he's producing of how his and how his team is producing before they didn't be talking about him a little bit more because. I feel like but the now, way because about, I feel like the way they were talking about the way they talk about him now is how they were talking about him then, and he was doing more then. And they're still talking about the same level, and they were talking about him then now, and he's doing less now. So maybe it evens up because, but but they should have been talking about the way they're talking about him then is how they should be talking about him now, and the way they were talking about him then they should be talking about a lot more. I know I'm losing you guys with a lot of and then and then and now and then and now, but you know what? Let's just go ahead and move on. There we go. Also. In there. Also oh. in there. I your oh, cool, Luka I didn't get you a chance. Cool, Luka Doncic. Luka. Nothing special. No, nothing, nothing special. And then we got your boy. And then we got your boy. You know, you know what I'm talking about when I say. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, if you know if I started off with your boy. You know where this is going. You know where this is going. Jimmy Harden. Jimmy Harden. Yeah, I'm talking about Jimmy Harden. Yeah, I'm talking about Jimmy Harden. He's playing 57 games, as we know. He likes to play his games. 34.9 points per game. Now, I'm going to tell you something, right? And I think he's the most disrespected superstar in this league. Well, then, I guess he's going to continue to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> that picture right there is <laughs> like literally the description of his game. The description of his game. I'm sorry. Is it? Oh, oh sorry. I'm sorry. Is it? Oh, oh sorry. That's, that's probably not where you was where you were going with that. Definitely a lot of hard disrespect. So, James Harden, right? Russell Westbrook, I'm gonna put in this category. Russell Westbrook, I'm gonna put in this category too for a little I bit. Like, I feel like he gets I feel like I feel like he gets disrespected in too. In a sense in the now. But I think history is gonna be But I think history is gonna be real kind to him. To James Harden and Russell Westbrook. James Harden and Russell Westbrook. I, I see it being nicer to Russell Westbrook. I don't know about Harden. Because his type his type of game. It won't 
people people just overall won't like it. Now, now, there may be slight differences. And I'm going to tell you why, why, I'm, and, and, and I'm, tell you why, why I'm coming to this assumption, or, this, or making this assumption, I should say. There was a point in time where... There was a point in time where... I had no... I had no clue who Oscar Robinson was. For a while. And then here I go... And then here I go... Doing my NBA historian shit. Going through the record books. Going through the records. Going through the records. Just, just looking up shit. You know, just fascinated about some shit. Just going through, going through. Like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. Wait. Triple double. Triple double. Wait, somebody average a fucking triple double for two seasons? And we don't talk. I was like, wait, what? I was like, I think I may have found my favorite play that nobody talks about. Just based off that alone. That I found my favorite player in history to tie myself to. To be like, yo, when you talk about all your greats, I'm just going to keep throwing out this name Oscar Robinson because you know I, mean? I don't like, think this thing is, you know what I mean? Like, it was my, you know, in the, you know, when everybody was talking about their Jordans and the, and the Wilt Chamberlains and, 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 and the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, 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 you know what I mean? And, 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 yeah, and I'm like, hey, let's not forget about Oscar Robinson. You know, Oscar, and then after running, you know, Oscar Robinson was a triple double for two straight seasons. They'd be like, whoa, what? So, Never seen. I never saw him play a game. But I saw that when I was going through the history books. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. The history books. The history books. History may look. May look better. Now, granted, I'm not saying that Oscar Robinson was even like those guys where they were like, oh, he's not coming through. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not a winner. This down in the third. Like I don't know if he was getting. I don't know what kind of. Media was surrounded around Oscar Robinson. Outside of he helped, you know, he helped with this new with with the with the free agency and collective bargaining agreement kind of shit. You know, like I know that about him too. Other than that, I don't I don't know if if they were saying he needed because I don't know even now I can't remember what year he won a championship. You know, what I mean, it was the beginning of his career, the end of the all the tail end of his career. But I want to say he also didn't win until he had Kareem. If I'm not mistaken. So he was putting up, and I, I, so I want to say he was putting up brolic numbers for a while, and those brolic numbers meant nothing until he got until he got another star in Kareem, and then they finally won one. So I don't know if he was getting all that weight thrown at him, talking about not being a winner, not being able to come through. And I mean, if he was, if they were talking about him the way we talk about James Harden, I don't know. I just saw his numbers and what he did, and I was like. Why isn't this guy being respected mm. with the other guys that they talk about? Especially when he is doing something, Especially when he is doing nobody something that nobody else has, else has done. And there are a lot of things that we constantly talk about that nobody else has done. Yeah, we bring their names up all the time. Somebody scores 70 points. Hey, somebody scores 80 points. Chamberlain. Somebody scores 63 points. Chamberlain. You know, you understand? Like Never through all these years until Russell Westbrook was I hearing, oh, he almost got a triple double for this game. Big O. Big O. You know what I mean? He was like, I feel like he was the phantom stat that nobody even talked about. I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to talk about Russ doing it. When I saw Russ doing it, I was like, why are we talking about Russ? Why are we talking about Russ? Like, we keep talking about the guys that are. Like, we keep talking about the guys that are. Like, they see the stage where I was like, put me on the stage where I was like, that year that Russell Westbrook and James Harden are being talked about for rookie MVP, for being talked about for MVP. And the year before that, and the they year before that, almost they both almost put up a triple double. Even John Wall Even John Wall almost put up a triple double if you want to put that in there. And then what? Then the next year? And then what? Then the next came year? Out and did it. Somebody came out and did it. And won MVP. And won MVP. And then the next year. And then the next year. Does it again. When he does it again. We're talking about the guys that we're are talking almost about the guys doing it. That are almost doing it. LL Cool J. Did not make a hit song. Did not make a Almost doing it. Almost doing it. Almost doing it. Almost doing it. No, it was doing it and doing it. No, it was doing it and doing it and doing it. Wow. Did it almost get? Did it almost get? Yo. Oh shit. Like pink cookies weren't almost like smashed cookies weren't in a plastic almost bag by buildings. Pink cookies were being crushed pink in a plastic bag by buildings. Pink bag by mm. buildings. What's this almost shit? What's this almost shit? I thought almost was horseshoes. I thought almost was horseshoes. Grenades and college football power rankings. Now we're going to put it into the NBA MVP? Oh. The, oh, the MVP for the, the MVP, MVP for, M is for gonna finals go to MVP is going to go to the loser champion. because he was almost a champion. Is that how we're going to justify giving it to LeBron? Is that how we're going to justify giving it to LeBron James in a losing attempt for his tenth time? Going to the NBA finals? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We want to almost. No. So now you know how I got there. So now you know how I got there. Fuck. I wish motherfuckers would. So I, I, so I honestly believe. So I, I, so I honestly believe. History will be kind. History will be kind to, to James Harden to, and Russell. To James Harden kinder and Russell. To Russell kinder. Much to Russell kinder Westbrook. to what to Russell because Westbrook. Because so, there's, there's, there's gonna be a future because so, talent there's, there's, there's gonna be a future talent down the road who's gonna look at that's gonna look at Russell Westbrook's numbers one hand, but like, but goddamn, he did this shit. And we don't talk about. And he was, was a killer Russ, and he was a buzzsaw, and he was going to go in there so And so I was going to go in there so fast, and he finally gets two rings at the tail end of his chair. You know what I mean? Please. And since we got off the rookies already, I had to make this rookie comparison. John Moran is the perfect combination of Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. I can't find any other way to describe him. I can't find any other way to describe him. I like it. He's their hybrid child. He's their hybrid child. Like, and this like, is either and, and this is either so because I'm like and, and, I don't know who to give it to. Like, I don't know who to give it to when I'm when I'm like starting because I'm like I don't know who to say like if Russell Westbrook had better ball command, better ball command, he would be John Morant. He would and be John Morant. Chris and if, Paul had better Chris Paul had better athleticism. He would be John Morant. <laughs> 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 like that's where it's at. <laughs> like that's where it's at. Because like because because if Chris because Paul like because if Chris Paul had that kind of athleticism, had Russell Westbrook's athleticism, oh my god, he was really one of the best defenders in the league. He was really one of the best defenders in the league. People let people forget about steals. If he had that steals on the ball, if he had that athleticism, if he had that athleticism, just start loading them up. Or Ring, 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 
Wolverine. Russell Westbrook had Chris Paul's Boy. Boy. Yo. Stop it. Like I said, count them up. Ring. If you ever fantasize about those qualities in Chris Paul or. Chris Russell Paul Westbrook? or just come to the Mighty Russell Sports Westbrook? Podcast. Ja! Ja! <laughs> like I said, come to the Mighty Sports Podcast where you you'll just hear random outbursts. Ja! Ja! We will be following him. We will be following him. Ah! Because Lion Zion. We're gonna follow him until his quad explodes. Lion! He's gonna be the first person that he's ever wrestled. He's gonna be the first person, like he said, and we're gonna watch his quad explode on the court. So, James Harden. Knock wood. James Harden. 34.9 points a game. 34.9 points a game. 6.3 rebounds. And these are the numbers that he puts up that they say almost triple double. It's more of almost triple double than that. It's more of almost triple double than that. But, you know. But, but, plus minus. But, the slurpers be plus out minus. there. Remember, Luka Doncic's plus minus was Remember, Luka Doncic's plus minus was five Plus minus on James Harden. Plus minus on James Harden. I can't give him the same or higher because Westbrook's on that team. And Westbrook does take a lot of usage away at the same time. I'm going to go 4.8. Mm. You were mm. close to my little too low. You were close, you went a little too low. Plus. Mm. 5.3 plus. Fourth in the West? 39 Fourth in the West? 39 and 20 record. Next up. We got Next the only up. guy representing the East. We got the East. only guy representing the, the East. MVP. The real MVP. MVP Even though you didn't look good the other night against Miami. Against the Miami Heat. I didn't look good. But you the MVP right now. We have. Which Miami Heat we have as our sleeper it's team in the East. They are. At least I have as my sleeper they team. They are. Like, I'd right, like, like, like to say Boston, what I mean, but they don't have the depth that Miami has. So. When I say sleeper team, I mean, I, I, I say sleeper team, I mean the, my number yeah. two team in the East <laughs> that I'm picking. I don't see Toronto. Like the, the team to, to possibly dethrone Milwaukee because we all have seen it. I don't it. see Toronto doing it this time. They don't have Kawhi there, so I don't, I don't trust well, it. I don't, I don't trust them. Well, because I don't, I don't trust them because, as you said, they don't have Kawhi. What, they, they don't have Kawhi. The playoffs, and we need that. we've all seen, and we've all seen how they've looked in the playoffs without a Kawhi. So, <coughs> once again, my surprise of Toronto is going to be exactly what I think about Toronto. Toronto's going to look like Toronto, how they've always looked without Kawhi Leonard for the past five years. A good, solid playoff team that will make it into the playoffs and possibly go to the second round. Don't yell at me. That's how a, that's Toronto. That's how a, that's Kawhi Toronto Leonard. without Kawhi Leonard. So when they have a good why record this year, why was anybody surprised? Why were people surprised, why were people people surprised that they made it this far? That they have this kind of record. This is what they have been without Kawhi Leonard for the last five years. Coach of the year. Watch your match. Ow! Stop it! No! Ow! Stop it! No! He does not get coach of the year. Coach of the year come down. I'll run for the coach of the year. Come down to South Beach. Goddamn it! Watch. That shit needs to go to Brooklyn. 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 <sighs> Let me turn this off because when you, you know, say stuff you know like what? that, there's no you need know? for me to waste my phone putting on putting on Instagram live. 
Let me turn that off. Listen, yo, I'm ha I have everybody coming after me for the shit I say about Brooklyn, yo. So we got Giannis. So we got Giannis. Do real MVP. Five games in. Do real MVP. 29.6 points, points per game. Very respectable. 13.8 rebounds assist. 5.8 assist. Plus minus. Oh. Plus minus. His got to be oh. like <coughs> 7, 8. 7 or 8, seven, something like eight, that. 7 or 8, something like that. 11.5. Wow. 11.5. Wow. <coughs> My bad, MVP. I disrespected My you. My apologies. Oh, yeah, he just took his ninth loss. Oh, yeah. This definitely was before that game. He just took his ninth loss, so the record is now 52 and 9. On here, I have 52 and 8. He is first in the East. And I think he may be first. They actually they are first in the league. And they are the first team to lock up a playoff spot. Man. Listen. Anytime you get under 15 wins or losses in, 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 in the NBA, that's impressive. You can tell they were trying to go for that single-digit loss record this year. Mm -hmm. They were trying to go for it. I feel like they were they going for it. At least at 10. They can still go for the Listen, if they get 12, I'll be impressed. Because 12 was because 12 used to be what 10 was. Or what 9 currently is. For a long time, if a team had, teams were just trying to get under 12 wins. That, that made you a leader. And then, and, then, and then the Bulls pulled out 10 losses. And then the Golden State Warriors pulled out 9. <clears throat> Like twelve, so, like twelve used to be what ten was. If they get to twelve, only for this league with only twelve losses, that's still gonna be one of the greatest teams we've ever seen. That's still gonna be one of the greatest teams we've ever seen in a, in a single season. Win it all. Otherwise, it's all for nothing. Oh. And then, oh, who? Your boy. Yes. Real MVP. Yes. And then is the generous king. And then is the generous king. Yeah, right. he is second place. He can hold that. You're generous King James. You're generous King James. You really gotta stop the disrespect. What? He's he, a generous he, king. Even he, what? Oh he no, a he's a generous king. king. So he why is. Am I being disrespectful? The so picture. why am I being disrespectful? What? His own stats hit him in the face. What? And he his own stats hit him in the face and he flopped. Because right. it, it Because it, it wasn't the Utah right. player. It wasn't the Denver play. We saw that play. It wasn't the Denver play. We saw you know, that play. You know what play this is from. You, you know, you know what play this is from. In the this is from the last <laughs> week in the NBA. This is recent. This is recent. That's a recent play of generous king flopping. Watch your... He's a king, so people, so you're king. My. I never cleaned that. So Kobe. So LeBron James. LeBron James. He is averaging. He is averaging. I'm oh, sorry. Games played. 56 games. I'm oh, sorry. Games played. 56 25. games. 25.5 points per game. 7.8 rebounds a game. 7.8 rebounds Eaten. a game. Point Ten point six assist per game. Eaten. Leading the league. Eaten. Now. Plus minus. I'm glad you said that. Now. So I can stop right I'm glad you said that. So I can stop right there. Leading the league in assist. A lot. Is a lot is being put into this particular stat of it. Right? LeBron James has always been one of right? the top. LeBron James has always been one of the top yeah. assist leaders in the league. This is the first time where he's ever led the This league, is the first time where he's ever led the league assist. or had more than double digit assist. Now. Now. I'm not trying to take I'm anything. I'm not away trying from to take anything away but you from are. his accomplishments. But you I am are. going to add I am going to add that 
that I'm not surprised I'm not surprised of the inflation of his assist numbers. This is the first time in his NBA career. This is the first time in his he NBA career. He is playing with three other individuals play that play that he can play above the rim for, a rim with at big man position. He has never ever had that, ever. Guys that he could just when he goes, guys that he, he could just when he goes when he, he drives to the rim, he can get an easy basket by lobbing that shit up. The closest he's ever had. Was <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You understand? JaVale McGee is better than Tristan, better than Tristan Thompson in this scenario. Tristan, okay? We're going to need you to give some of that money back off your contract. Dwight Howard, 100% hands down better than Tristan, better than Tristan, Tristan, Tristan Thompson in any scenario. And then we have Anthony Davis. And then we have Anthony Davis. So this is the first time... So this is the first time. So not only this is the first time he's ever had guys that can play above the rim, but three guys that also 100% understand the pick and roll game and playing and playing big and above their position. Those extra three assists per game that he's averaging. Those extra two assists per game that he's averaging. Let's say 2.5 assists a game that he's averaging has helped put his numbers above double digits and helping him lead the league. I am not surprised with. Look who he has. And he had Boogie Cousins. And he had Boogie Cousins. Listen, that was one of the things I was, I was fearing when they, they were going to get. Because <laughs> I was like, God damn, when you got Boogie, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, and, and, you, and you have Anthony Davis. I'm like, you put two of them at the, on the floor at the same time, and you get Anthony Davis even run the pick and roll. And Anthony Davis already knows how to the run that pick and roll with Boogie Cousins. And, pick, and Boogie Cousins could also run that pick and roll as a ball handler too for Dwight Howard. The opposing team gets no like, They would have been so big. Like, you understand, you sweep you sweep Houston. Houston doesn't win a game against them. Houston doesn't win a game against them. So, you know, so, I know people, you don't, know, put a lot of I know people don't want to put a lot of weight into the Houston Rockets losing against the New York oh. Knicks. They should put a ton of weight into it. so wrong to not do that. Because if the Knicks can do that to them with their size. random night in the NBA. Imagine what Utah. Mm, Denver, the Clippers, mm. and, I'm saying this the in Clippers. and I'm saying this in a very specific order. And then the Lakers could do to them. And then the in Lakers could do to them. In a where all they have to do is worry about every little fucking thing you do. You understand? They're gonna know by, by the time the seven game rolls around. They're gonna know how you breathe, bitch. Like you know who's gonna end up getting burned for no reason. You know who I hope is working on his his three point shot? Tyson Chandler. He's on the they team. Got they, got seven, they got a. They got a. They, they got a seven one. footer. They have one. They gonna unleash. They gonna unleash him in the playoffs. Oh, he's gonna have to. Oh, he's gonna have to. They gonna. They gonna have to. Tapping his shit all the way back out by mid court. Exactly. That's gonna be the only. Exactly. That's gonna be the only. That's what's gonna help them. That that tap back so you so they can get other threes. So we got King James as MVP candidate, right? Because what's his name? Dan Tony's probably teaching him, yo, 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 yo. Tap it right here. It's right here. <laughs> Tap it right here. <laughs> Tap and shoot. Tap and shoot. Tap it right Either in the chest to him right there. Right off the rebound. Directional tapping. No look that shit. No look that shit. Like, yo, it's basically like, like, he's like, yo, 
Left bumper every time you tap. <laughs> left. Yo, if you tap, if you pass that ball without left bumper. See, that's why you ain't playing you right now. In practice, you didn't use left bumper. <laughs> Mm. You know, did I already give you his plus minus? You know, his, did I already give you his plus minus for LeBron James? No, I thought we no, said our oh, seven point um, seven point something, seven point eight or eight point three. Plus eight point three. Record forty six forty six and thirteen first in the West. And then, and yeah. then, we have the claw. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Who? Who? I can't give MVP to. I can't. Nope. I, don't, I can't give MVP to. Nope. Now you missed too much games. Right. Now, much games. now yeah. well, he hasn't missed games. a lot of games. Forty-seven he's games. Forty-seven games. Out of he's played forty-seven games. Out of the most. Out of the most. Who has played the most games out of all everybody here? LeBron James at fifty-six. So, and the reason I say I can't knock him for that one because Luka Doncic forty-nine games. Well, Luke Kawhi Leonard 47. Hurt. That's the difference. Like, you Rua see... Rua Hachimaru in the rookie race? 36 games. R.J. Barrett, 50. R.J. Barrett, 51 games. Kawhi Leonard, 47. Kawhi Leonard, 47. Was, now, R.J. Barrett was... I now, say Kawhi Leonard isn't legitimately hurt. I don't want to say Kawhi Leonard isn't legitimately hurt. Arthritis and is a hell of a thing. I'm just saying, these guys... Like so, Luca missing games, you actually seeing Luca twist that ankle all the way up on the court and having to miss two weeks. You see him practice. I mean, like, I mean, the 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 last ankle injury he hurt in practice. I would not imagine that niggas would make up a story for Luca to miss a whole bunch of games just so he can play the All Star week. You know what I'm saying? When's the last time you seen a Kia next to a caddy? A Kia next to a caddy? All right, just go ahead. Tell me what shit is. This is I'm showing him a picture. This is I'm showing him a picture of the goat Serena Williams being interviewed by some random reporter. With no figure. <laughs> very, very embarrassing. What's going on, Big Rick? Welcome to the show. What's going on to the <coughs> Raw? Welcome to the show. If you both don't know, let me let me all let you know that we like to subscribe to the Nate Dog School of Medicine. So I just want to remind everybody to smoke weed every day. I got something coming soon. I got, I'm, I'm gonna do a reveal here on the show. I don't know if I'm gonna do it audibly. I don't know if I'm gonna have to record it. But I'm gonna do a reveal for some shit on the show. Because I want to make a sponsor. <laughs> so we have Kawhi Leonard, as I was saying, with his 47 games. So when I start competing to everybody else, his 47 games don't look so bad. But I also don't, don't believe that he's done enough to be MVP. Be MVP, but then it goes to how I consistently keep describing him. And this is probably why I don't feel like he's MVP. Like he's MVP. 47 games, 27 points, 7.5 rebounds, 5.2 assists, plus minus. I'm going to go low with him. Like fours. You think he's lower than James Harden? James Harden? And Luka? Side, my bad, Kawhi. My bad for the disrespect. 
41 and 19, bad, third. Disrespect, Kawhi. Now, I remember I said this, I think I said this a couple weeks ago. Now, I remember I said this, I think I said this a couple weeks ago. When I was describing Luca. When I was describing Luca, not Luca, but Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> In a room full of stars, Kawhi Leonard finds a way to silently outshine them all. And I think that's what happened in here. And I think that's what happened in here. Is that he is so quiet with still how he goes about his business? That what he his business is very underappreciated. And I think that's where I'm at with him. And I think that's where I'm at with him. And why I don't, and why I'm not considering him more of an MVP candidate. But definitely MVP candidate bigger than James Harden. I want to give him. I want to give him it over Luca. But I think I think my heart is into Luca a little bit more. I know he's definitely not I know he's definitely not impacting winning for his team the same way that LeBron is, but LeBron's impact is required for him, requires him to play every game. And that may be the difference. And mm. that may be the difference. Kawhi's impact where Kawhi's impact doesn't require him to play every single game. LeBron it does. And that's because when LeBron isn't on the team, the pulse of the team and the pace of the team, I should say, changes. When Kawhi Leonard is on, when Kawhi Leonard misses game, the pulse doesn't change. You still have Patrick Beverly for that. And the pace doesn't change. Because he isn't their primary, isn't ball, handler. Their primary mm -hmm. their ball handler or their point guard, per se. Or their point guard LeBron per se. James LeBron James is the pulse and the pace of this team. Is the pulse and the pace of this team because not only is he their best player, he's their most vocal and guy, he's their most like said, vocal that's, guy. That's which, I, like Patrick I said, I just said that's, that's, that's so Patrick Beverly on another team. So he becomes their heart and their head. Because he's and their head. Because he's also now their point guard or their best primary ball handler to get everybody in position. That's the reason why he's leading the league in assists. He doesn't lead the league in assists if he's not handling the fucking ball. For all the people that say LeBron James is a ball hog, he definitely does hog the ball. The ball is in his hand a lot. The true definition of ball hog. He just happens to be one of the biggest point guards out there when it comes to assists. But he definitely thinks about getting his buckets. But he definitely thinks about getting his buckets. It's just that you start collapsing on that, him. Like, you start collapsing on him. He's like, well, I'm not going to shoot over three guys. I'm going to pass it to somebody that's open. Where we know the Jordans, Mellows, Iverson, Kobe's of the world. They're going to shoot over those three guys. They're going to shoot over those three guys. They're going to shoot over those three guys. You know what I mean? That's the difference there. That's the difference there. They were like... Three guys is on me. Three. That means there's three guys two is on me. That means there's two. That's not. <laughs> I can take this shot. <laughs> I can take this shot. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So we have the MVP so, race now. We have the has, MVP has race now. Kawhi, that has has these five individuals: Kawhi, Kawhi James, LeBron, Luka, James, Luca, Giannis, and Giannis. And I think I'm. I think I really want to see. Giannis I think I'm. I think I really want to see Giannis. I know I do. I, Giannis. I see what's going I, on in LA. Giannis. I see what's going on in LA. And I know what's going on with the Lakers. And, what and I know what's going on there. with the Lakers and what LeBron is doing there. 
He probably makes the he, he makes it as hard as a case as a case can get. Oh, so then, it's, it's not easy. So then, so then you have to start splitting the little hairs. So then you have to start the splitting the little hairs. How they're the really affecting the team. The PER. How they're really affecting the team. The PER. In what they do, they are doing an elite level. They are both scoring at an elite level. Uh, LeBron, Giannis Luke, has um, more uh, rebounds, than, has LeBron, more and rebounds than LeBron, and it should. And it's by a considerably margin. Isn't it? Is it? Oh, one rebound or two. No, rebounds a game. That is amongst the league leaders in rebounds. Long day. As LeBron James, as a as a as ball, LeBron as a, James, as a ball, 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 as it comes and both, the down I think if you take both, LeBron James off that team, team as well as we take Giannis off that team, as well as we take Giannis off that team, both of those teams will crumble. Both of those teams will crumble. Which one will survive more without Which one will survive more? I believe Lakers will survive more. I believe yeah, they, because they have the AD. You have Anthony Davis. You have Dwight Howard. You have JaVale McGee. You have Dwight Howard. But then you have Kyle Kuzma. You have Raja Rondo. You have Raja Rondo. Of talent, of talent to help you be sustainable without a LeBron James. Without a LeBron James. Milwaukee has Chris Middleton. Milwaukee has Chris Middleton. Do they have the Lopez brothers? Do they have Still? the Lopez brothers? Okay. So they have Brook and Robin Lopez. Okay. So they have Brook and Robin those Lopez. Those are the those are the biggest names you will hear. Those are the those are the biggest names you will hear. No Brogdon anymore. You, in Indiana. I know it's Milwaukee. Do you I know but it's do you know Milwaukee. Of any kind of impact that but do you know of any kind of team? impact that these guys have on their team? Okay. So that's why Giannis so that, gets and it. So that's, why, that, and that's where Giannis gets it for me. The if freak! Wasn't, if it wasn't for that. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for that. This year. I'm giving LeBron this MVP. I'm not quite sure why. No, I I'm not quite sure I'm why. No, I shouldn't say I'm not quite sure why. Because if you put up 35 points a game, I guess you should be mentioned. You're the number four team in the West. You're the number four team in the West. 35 points per game. It's not like you're averaging 35 points per game and your team is 11th. So I get it. Nobody just likes how you play. Nobody likes how you play. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm telling you, no one likes his style of play. That's why. It's not aesthetically pleasing. It's not aesthetically pleasing. That's why people It's not even fun to watch. It's not even fun to watch. Let me ask you guys in the audience. Do you like watching James Harden play? Let's see this. Let's get this out here. This is going to be our last question and we're ending the show. Do you like watching James Harden play? I do. I do. But then it's like, I'm like, ugh. It's like. It's like watching a bad bitch. Dancing. That can't dance. Has big ass titties. Like, so you just watching them just kind of bounce out there, hoping. Like, so you just watching them just kind of bounce out there, hoping that their titties pop out. Like, so you're watching the show, but you're, like, like, so you're, really pleased, show, but you're like, you're not really pleased. Like, there's other things that really attract you about it. <laughs> you know, like, 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 I don't want to go dance with her really, but I kind of do. Like, I, I, I want to feel that body, but I'm like, but after a while, you like, you realize I can't really catch her rhythm. 
To the so like even then you like you know what? To the so like even then you like you know what? Like you're not really like you're not really doing it for me here. But these other guys, oh yeah, they're the bonafide qualifiers. Like all other four, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would give it to all other four in a heartbeat. If it wasn't for Giannis, or the other three, if it wasn't for Giannis, Giannis has put it up numbers and he's doing everything. But the fact that also with all these MVPs, I am, I'm also excited to see what they're gonna do in the playoffs because all of their styles are different. Every All of their styles are different. Style like Every single style of play Dallas, is different. We're still like, yo. With Dallas, we're still like, yo. I feel like Dallas is like the young one in the squad. Because we feel like if him and Porzingis stay healthy at the same time and clicks, stay healthy at the same time and clicks, they, it'll be Nash and Nowitzki on, on steroids. Because right now, I'm going to tell you this. Because right now, I'm going to tell you this. Luka Doncic and Kristoff Porzingis. Based off of youth and experience alone, is a poor man is LeBron James and Unibrow. Unibrow. And Anthony Davis. And Anthony it's Davis. It's that combination of skill. Like, it, it's that combination of skill. Without the athleticism, it's that combination Without the athleticism, it's that combination of skill. Because their skill will help you them do, like, overcome, overcome you know, what they do, like, overcome a lot of people's athleticism until you just get truly athletically <laughs> skilled motherfuckers. <laughs> like the Lakers. But that is something that you're going to watch and you're going to, like, all of these teams Houston? I want to see what they do in the playoffs. Houston, I'm interested to see them play in the playoffs. Every Dallas, single game in the yes. playoffs. Lakers, yes. Dallas, Clippers, yes. Lakers, yes. Clippers, yes. Milwaukee, yes. yes. Brooklyn, yes. You know they have a player who's mentioned the MVP. Why you always give me that look when I talk about Brooklyn? Anyway, Utah. Anyway, Utah. Where ever see, see, see Brooklyn? Toronto. Where ever see Brooklyn? Where ever see Brooklyn? The Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers. <laughs> Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> I give you the order. I put Brooklyn in there because specifically. I would I like to see them like I, I can't mention any other team that are actually no. I'm lying. I'm lying. There's one other team I would like to see how they do in the playoffs. There's one other team I would like to see how they do in the playoffs too before Brooklyn. And, I, and that's Memphis. And, I, and that's Memphis. And that's and that's a stretch because. And that's and that's a stretch because. Like I I don't know I don't know if Brooklyn will let me get away with that. But they, well, lucky lucky for Memphis they be playing. The but Lakers, they, well, lucky so. lucky for Memphis they be playing the Lakers so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to put them in that category. Poor Memphis. My actually Miami. Memphis. My actually Miami. Miami this year. This year Next year. This year alone. Oh my. God. Next year. I'm gonna be so oh my God. I'm gonna be so broke, obnoxiously broken next year. Especially if the Knicks continue with this bullshit. What's going on, man? <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's about to be over. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. For next year, I can't. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. There's gonna be two things you're gonna hear from me consistently. Brooklyn next year. And Brooklyn and Voltron. And when Voltron, and when becomes, unleashed next Voltron becomes unleashed next year. So you thought you were slick? The whole time Voltron. What's that? Voltron. The from the moment you said it, he's not stupid. I already knew what you meant. Voltron. I already knew what you meant. I just wait till Voltron gets unleashed next year. I just wait till Voltron gets unleashed next year. Tell about all of Voltron. Tell about all of Voltron. 
All of Voltron. All of Voltron gets unleashed next year. And it's gonna be a wrap. Like, and it's gonna be a wrap. I'm telling you. Like, right now, I am gonna be. So I'm telling you right now. I am gonna be so obnoxiously, especially the New York Knicks continue with their bullshit. If, yo, I get spiked out. I get spiked out. Right now it has a whole new meaning. If they continue with their bullshit again next year, you already see the gold Brooklyn hat on the on the on there right there. The black hat with the gold writing Brooklyn across it. It's already right there. You see the shirt on the door. It's right. Arms reach. These things aren't arms reach. Don't next year, don't, I'm telling you, I will be bigging up my burrow in one of the most braggadocious ways. This that shit is going to be Mr. Bombastic. But you know what? You got anything you want to add to the show? Anything out there that caught your interest? And you know what? It's a wrap. And you know what? It's a wrap. This show took, took a little bit longer than it was supposed to. I'm getting these nasty text messages. I was supposed to be done an hour ago. I'm sorry, boo. I'm on my way. <laughs> Yo, somebody sports podcast. I appreciate you you listening to the show as always. Remember, as we like to say here, let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. I am your host, the one only dollar throw my tail of the Brooklyn bus. So, this is my my co-host, Quiet Storm KJ. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. Don't forget to like and share because sharing is caring. To like us everywhere that you listen to your podcast out. We are out of here. Ayo. Ayo, Al. Tell them how we like to end the show. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. I bought more stock today. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. They pay dividends too. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Didn't even cost me five dollars. Rough night. Tired, baby. I got 20 stocks like that. Tired. My T Sports.